podcast where we talk about a variety of stuff about Pokemon things. I am Riley. That's who I am. Uh, I'm joined Are you by sure? <laughs> you, you sound know, unsure. I, I'm Are you a okay? Unsure. I'm, I'm slightly unsure. Uh, I, I'm Riley, your good friend, your host for today. Uh, joining me are two of my co-hosts. Uh, first of all, uh, as you just heard, Colo Chu. This is this. It's a miracle to hear my voice two weeks in a row. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, you were on last <laughs> week. Damn, <laughs> this is the first time this has happened in years. I think. Year? Uh, Possibly. <laughs> maybe maybe po- year. Probably. Pro- it's probably been. A, it's been a minute. I know that for whether for sure. whether the S is present is the question mark. But I. It's been at least a year. Uh, also, someone else who has not been on in a little while. Anaru, what's up? Hello, hello. Uh, I got, I got to ask. I got a lot of questions. Okay, first off, the map that you gave me to the new studio clearly wrong, as I've been gone for many uh, <laughs> moons. Uh, and I, I, I see that you have apparently changed the introduction, or maybe you haven't. I don't know at this point. Nope. That Riley was, wings the introduction every introduction. time. <laughs> Usually, there's some consistency though, and this one you kind of just went off script by one word, and then just. Meow. Listen, no. sometimes I just want to mix it up a little bit. I want to keep people on their toes, you know. Um, but yeah, we're here to do a Pokemon podcast on the day of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's release instead of playing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I'm sure we're very happy about that. (laughs) I mean, what do you mean instead? Oh, god damn it. (laughs) Motherfucker. No, it's fine. My, Uh, my, it's updating. Oh no! Well. No, I'm, I'm, look. Shut, shut up! Leave me alone! <laughs> okay! Well, let's talk about what we've been doing in Pokemon. Now, I believe, Anna, you said you had some Pokemon-related questions you wanted to ask me that you saved for the show, so you can go to those. Sure. Uh, they're the general ones, probably the ones you would expect, considering a brand new game just came out. Um, but, yo. They were new yeah. games out. Yo? <laughs> new Pokemon games? <laughs> this is the first what? I've heard about this. <laughs> I know, it's kind of wild. I just saw like 50,000 YouTubers posting like part insert number here of playthrough and I'm like wait a minute I technically is be a YouTuber why am I not doing that <laughs> yeah I am realized a new game yeah. legally speaking I am a YouTuber I have at least a subscriber which classifies me as a tuber of the U you see I have a friend who is a YouTube partner so I think that kind of makes me like an honorary YouTube partner like, <laughs> don't ride the coattails. Don't ride the coattails off of people more <laughs> successful than you. I, I I will ride as many coattails as I want. <laughs> <laughs> I will ride Demi Gloom's coattails to the sunset. Because you know the reason she has all those subscribers is because of the Breaking Bad DS meme that I started. So you know we, nah. we kind of get to ride See, off. Now you're taking coattails. credit for other people's work, and that's not cool. I started that meme! The title screen video is on my channel and all the OST shit was after. I think you're delusional. I think you're delusional. I think you hit your head. I think you hit your head stumbling into GameStop today to try and buy the new Pokemon game. And now you think that you're you're going to take credit for everything. Did you make the games? I I hit my head downloading Pokemon Violet virtually from the eShop somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, <laughs> but yeah, new Pokemon games are out, and I got them. Did you get them, Anaru? I did. I uh, I pre-ordered them physically because I have this obsession 
with physically having all the Pokemon games. Oh, um, absolutely. Speaking, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, due to some questionable... I, I mentioned this back when I used to come on regularly, but I had purchased most of the Pokemon games uh, physically via uh, eBay and all those other sites, uh, and now it's Scarlet and Violet, and plus I was missing Moon for some random reason. I now own all the main series games. Yeah, Yo, ignore my bank account. Go. Ignore, I, I own the damages. I own one of every generation, every game. No, I'm I, stupid. I decided to order both because you know, uh, I'd be dumb like that. I mean, see, it's, I, it's I donations. Don't have the money to, <laughs> I don't have the money to do that. It's it's a see, donations towards a small indie company called Nintendo. You see, having physical media and like real shit is cool, uh, but like. It's at the point where, obviously, first of all, Pokemon does not make money off of the old games anymore. Um, so it doesn't really matter to them what I do. Um, it does for some weird reason, but it doesn't matter to them financially. Uh, I really have surrendered myself to the fact that I cannot play retro Pokemon games without having speed up for grinding. So oh, Jesus I, don't, I, I don't see the point of spending $100 on physical cartridges um, if I'm just going to play it on fucking... Game Boy Advanced emulator on my laptop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's it's purely for at least for me. It's purely for, uh, you know, having the collection there. Am I going to actually play it like properly? Uh, that remains to be seen. I do I do own a cool? Uh, I I do own a couple cool physical copies. Mainly, I have uh, Platinum and Soul Silver, uh, which my friend was uh, selling video games out of his trunk. And he gave them to me for thirty dollars each because he's a G. That's a that's um, a steal right there. So, so highway yeah, robbery. Have, you just have did. Those, <laughs> literally highway robbery. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to Tyler. He's been on the show before. He's a he's a good guy. Uh, yeah, that that's my that's my physical Pokemon flex is that I have platinum and soul silver in case. With manual, I mean that is I think that is a flex. Yeah, I think they both have manuals, but at the very least, original box. And cartridge, I think manual too. Uh, yeah, you know. Have, have you played uh, Scarlet and Violet all yet? Have you gotten the chance to crack the Paldea region open? Not as of yet. Uh, I got it uh, pre-ordered and it was shipped to me earlier today. But then, you know, real life work and then oh, all of those okay. stuff. So I haven't opened. I haven't opened it as of yet. Um, I think uh, I am playing Scarlet because my friend's playing Violet, or I'm playing Violet because my friend's playing Scarlet. I can't remember what message he sent. I'm playing the other one that my friend isn't playing, so that gotcha, gotcha. Um, uh, Colo, you want to tell I mean, us about the I mean, tragic gridlock situation that you're in? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Edward. Go ahead. No, it's, it's, no, I wasn't going to say anything. Uh, go ahead and talk about tragedies. So I work basically eleven to shit. Hold on, where's my phone? I didn't clock my hours. Hold on. Uh, stall. Nicolo talking about work made him realize he didn't clock his hours, damn. Rip. Look, I don't clock in and out. I literally just show up, do the job, and at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I work these hours. <laughs> That's based. <laughs> Great system. No, I work starts at the same time for every for everybody. And then your end time is whatever time whatever time you finish your route. So I deliver I deliver stuff for people mm -hmm. um however today was 9 30 a.m to let's go with 8 30 p.m yeah that's how long of a day i've had yeah, so nearly my 12 brain hour is, day. Jeez. yeah yeah it was 11 hours 
Almost yeah. 12, yeah. Anyway, so my days are usually like this. I get to work around 9.30, 10 o'clock. I don't start work until 11, but I like to get, I like to get there early. Um, I actually got paid for getting there early today because I helped out a little bit. But um, so yeah, it goes, it does that, and then I have about eight, seven to eight hours worth of driving. So I usually don't get back home until nine, nine thirty, and mm-hmm. it, it's really I only work like four days a week, but it's still I'm hitting forty hours almost every week. The right. gridlock sits the back. Background, back story, blah, blah, blah. Fuck! I'm, I'm gonna... <laughs> we'll give you one more shot. <sighs> Once more with feeling. <laughs> Look. Like I said, it's been a long day. Alright, gridlock situation. Friend A and friend B. And me. Hey, you know, the, one of them you don't need to make up an alias for because it's a co-host of this show. One, one Valerie Lone Wolf. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, though. <laughs> well, I, I just did. Under the bus. So it's it, it's Val <laughs> and roommate B. <laughs> Two of my roommates and I. <laughs> Two of my roommates and I, ever since Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee came out, have basically that weekend all played the games together. With my new schedule, they come out Friday, I work Friday. So now, usually, Saturdays are open for us to play. However, I have to wait because one of my roommates has to do, is busy all fucking day tomorrow. And I work literally like 10 to 11 hours on Sunday and Monday. So I won't actually have a chance to legitimately sit down and play this game for like hours on end, just like mindless catching Pokemon for fun, Mm -hmm. like a child, until Tuesday. Mm. So the dilemma is, do I break the streak of us doing this for four four games? How uh, What was the first game that you did it with? Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah, yeah, so let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Let's Sword go Field, Sword PDSP, Field. RCS. Yeah. So this would be the fifth game. Yes. So I'm breaking a four four game streak so far. Just because I'm selfish and don't want to I have nothing better to do tomorrow. I also don't want to like wait wait to like legitimately sit down and enjoy it. Because the predicted time that the other roommate will be getting home tomorrow tomorrow on Saturday is usually 9, 10, 11 p.m. I have work on Sunday morning. Yikes. I'm going to bed around that time, which means if I do go to bed and we don't do it, then I might have to wait even longer than Tuesday. That would suck. That'd suck real bad. Uh, I think so... it... Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I feel like the basic answer is just Ask your friends, see what their opinion is, and go from there. Um, the other option, as a person, oh, as a person sorry. who, uh, no, I was just gonna say, as a person who notoriously buys the game on release and then proceeds to forget they exist until ages later. By the way, Riley still haven't played Legends Arceus, despite the fact that it's sitting in my, you know, uh, closet, <laughs> just kind of sit there because uh, I've had uh, <laughs> things. <laughs> um, so, as a person like that, uh, I can wait. Obviously, uh, I don't think, although you're the same person as I am, uh, plus you have. So yeah. I did 
I did uh, to <laughs> to give you the feelers, Anaru, and how I feel that conversation would go if Kolochu tried this. Um, I spoke to Miss Valerie Lone Wolf earlier today, um, and she was not talking about you, Colo. I think she had faith in you. She was talking about the other roommate. She was saying that she'll be really mad if he uh, plays before he's supposed to. So I imagine she would have the same reaction to you. That would be my hypothesis. Bruh, that makes me feel like a piece of shit now. God uh, damn it. I don't want to fucking my... <laughs> wait, because I've been waiting for over a year, and it's like... Uh... My recommendation, find your favorite Pokemon game, pretend that's a new release, and then just forget this exists. Yo, Pokemon you... Platinum just came Yo. out? What's good? <laughs> anyway, so that's my little dilemma. So, Oh, wait, the Platinum isn't your favorite game. It's fucking Emeralds. My bad. Yo, Pokemon Emeralds dropped? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so the, I, I I do have the new game. I got it midnight release. I had a brief panic attack when it wouldn't open until 12.03. I'll pick us all that content that you would have made in that three-minute period. <laughs> no, because I thought it wasn't going to open. I thought I had some, like, weird gridlock. I'm like, did something go wrong? Do they think I changed the time on my Switch? What's going on? Because I, I tried to open it. When you try when I try to open it before the release date, it's like, oh, you can't do this yet. You want to go to the eShop and learn more? But then I tried to open it at midnight, and it said, you can't play this game. Restarting the console or going to the eShop page will not affect whether or not you can play this game. And I'm like, did they lock me out of it for some reason? Like, I'm freaking out. <laughs> and then at 12.03, it opens. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so for 180 like I, seconds, you were panicking. I was just, like, freaking out, because it's like, Scarlet and Violet were up on the eShop for purchase saying that they were already released, but I could not open my copy of Violet. It was so weird. But it opened eventually, and I started playing the game. And by accident, my <laughs> my character is a very fabulous uh, femboy. <laughs> and you know I, what? I'm cool with it. I'm into it. I, I, I was... You see, I I prefer to have long hair, so I, I went for some long hair, and as I was as I was designing the rest of my character, I kind of got more and more femboyish, and I'm like, you know what? I, I dig this vibe. I'm into it. <laughs> so, cool, cool. It, it, it's pretty good. Um, I've probably played for about three hours so far, collectively. Um, I played for two hours, um, like, right at release, I played from midnight to 2 a.m., um, and then tonight I played it for like just under an hour cause I was, I was doing some other stuff and then I got like, got distracted for a while. Um, but I played it from like just past eight to nine when we gathered here to do the podcast. So I've, I've played it for about three hours so far. It's really interesting. Uh, I'm kind of, my, my fucking skepticism is kicking in cause like I'm, I'm starting to think about, I, I looked at leaks. I, I, I was guilty of looking at the leaks. Um, mm -hmm. And there are some, like, mechanical shit that I'm kind of questioning that I'm not a big fan of. And now even having the games in my hands, I'm like, uh, I, I, this is going to be a more glaring flaw than I thought. Um, because, I guess, Anaru, I guess, do you care about spoilers? I think Colo already knows the ins and outs. So. Uh, I care about plot spoilers. Okay, yeah, no, this is not a plot spoiler. Um, I remember what I was saying. Damn it. Like mechanical issues that may or may oh, not yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it doesn't level scale. The the open world does not level scale. Um oh, and, okay. and there are like branching paths of like tasks you can complete. So mm -hmm. 
I'm just nervous that it's like if I want to go do all the tasks, which is I assume not what the game is designed for, and that's going to reflect in the levels of the things that I'm fighting, wherein that like the first task I do is going to be the only challenging one, and then I'll be overleveled for the other tasks in an area. That is that is my concern, and I hope it doesn't affect my enjoyment of the game too much. I don't think it will. I think just being in an open Pokemon world will sell it if the open Pokemon world is interesting enough. Which I guess hasn't been crazy interesting so far, but like it is the beginning area. Like there's some right, there's some I... there's some cool set pieces, but like nothing breathtaking so far. But I imagine stuff like that will come up as the game goes on. Right, right. And I I, I was a Quaxley man for those curious. Uh, I I was deliberating on it because for the past two, I already talked about this last week. For the past two generations, I've glommed onto the water type immediately and then upon seeing the evolutions i changed size because i didn't like the evolutions I, d I do not like Poplio's evolutions and i do not like sobble's evolutions even though i adored their first and i was scared the same thing was going to happen with quaxley and once i saw the leaks i was thankfully relieved of those fears so i took my quaxley and i'm on my journey uh, i also got a Ralts. he's he's pretty cool he's going to be a galade someday if i can get a dust stone with a decent time before i find a cooler pokemon um, and I also got a small of because why not? I was going to use the event Pikachu, but for some reason they don't let you give it a nickname, even though you're its OT and that's really stupid. And it doesn't feel right when the rest of my team has nicknames. So I did not use that Pikachu. Uh, so right now I have, uh, my Quaxley, uh, nicknamed Ezlo after the, the, the duck hat from Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. <laughs> <laughs> And then I have my my Ralts named Justice because that's the best name I could think of for a Gallade. I was just I was sitting there like stoned and like what the fuck do I call a Gallade? <laughs> <laughs> so his name is Justice. And then I have a Smoliv who I named Salty because olives are salty, and I thought that was a fun name. Cool, cool. So that's that's what I'm rocking so far in Scarlet and Violet. But I have been doing some other Pokemon things uh, since last week. A couple other Pokemon games that I started touching. Uh, just for fun, probably just to distract myself until Scarlet and Violet came out today. Um, I continued my Ultra Moon run. I did not make a crazy amount of progress. I have not yet completed another trial. I think last I reported on it, I had just completed uh, Sophocles' trial. I'm now just outside of Ace Rolla's trial. So I'm like real close to doing and I did, I, I got a little bit back into Let's Go Eevee after a long hiatus. Uh, that play session was tragically cut short uh, by real life circumstances. And I have not had the chance to pick it back up. I only played it for like 30 minutes. Like progress was made, but like not meaningful. Um, but, you know, Let's Go Eevee's good. I, I love me a Let's Go Eevee. I gotta, I gotta beat that game sooner rather than later. But obviously right now, I'm, I'm focused on other things. Right. Uh, and then... Uh, I was bored at work, and sometimes at work I'm guilty of just sitting in my office and not working, and <laughs> I, I downloaded Pokemon Yellow on my phone, and I just started, like, a hardcore Nuzlocke just in my office at work, and I played it, like, in the office, and I played it, like, on a car ride. I had to go on with my grandparents. Uh, so, you know, I made, I made some progress. I got a gym badge. I, I, I defeated a Brock, um, and it's, it's pretty good. I got both Nidorans. What what a, what lucky encounters! <laughs> <laughs> no Radita yet, but two Nidorans. Uh, and 
I think that's... Oh, I guess other Pokemon-related things that aren't video games. Uh, I started watching Pokemon Journeys. I finally cracked that first episode that I tried to watch three times and got bored and turned off. <laughs> I finally cracked through it, and I've also watched four more episodes. It, it, it's pretty good so far. Uh, I'm into it. I I heard the Ashes World Champion news, which we'll be discussing that later. I'm sure you looked at the title. Um, and I was like, all right, I guess I have to watch Journeys now. <laughs> yeah. So, so I started Journeys. That's been fun. I also watched some other anime things i've been on a pokemon anime kick as you two could probably tell by the topic i picked for tonight um i watched some like miscellaneous episodes uh i got upset because pokemon tv doesn't just offer you to a fucking subscription to watch the whole pokemon anime or i would have just let me give you your my money pokemon just make pokemon tv a thing where you could pay for a subscription get like pokemon tv pro and just have everything do it pokemon company you cowards you cowards for not taking my money. Yes, take my money and give me the Pokemon anime in exchange for that fuck brain. Uh, so yeah, I watched an episode of Battle Frontier. I watched the the ep- the final like Frontier Brain battle. I watched some other random episode. I think I watched no, I watched the the Char Civic Valley episode of the Johto anime. Because those those episodes were both in like the the like a best of collection, the Pokemon TV. So yeah, I've been watching a lot of the Pokemon anime, and I'm gonna try to like get through Journeys at a decent pace. And then I mentioned last week, I think my uh, my Pokemon Tabletop podcast kick. I I, I successfully completed my re listen to Blastburn Radio Adventures, which is objectively the best podcast of all time. There is no question. Uh, the fact that it ended on a cliffhanger is tragic, and I will cry about it till the day I die. Great show. I'll probably re-listen to it about a hundred more times within the next two years. Um, and then I, I finally caught up to Pokemon World Tour United as well. Uh, I've been behind for about two years, but thankfully they've only made like ten episodes in that two years that I've been behind. Uh, so, <laughs> easy catch up. And then, you know, I was still on the kick. So I had to I had to find a new show once I caught up on World Tour United and I finished my adventures re-listen. And I think somebody in this room is is very familiar with the show that I picked. <laughs> I finally did it, folks. I'm not a bad friend anymore. I started listening to Not a Scratch, <laughs> which you can find on podcast platforms. <laughs> not a Scratch podcast. I'm doing hey, it. Hey, I time. didn't do it, so. <laughs> It's been it's been pretty good so far. I'm three episodes, or I guess two episodes, because one of them's episode zero into the into arc zero. It, it, it's been a good time so far, and I'm excited to see how it develops as like the real plot starts, and we get oh, yeah, five yeah. arcs in where you're at now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's, it gets uh, wild. <laughs> it uh, it definitely um, doesn't scale well at all. Like right now, the issue is really minor. And then in a few episodes, uh, spoiler alert, the world might go boom. So, like... <laughs> that's exciting. I'll, um, that's going to get me gripped. I'll have to keep listening. Right, but it's, the problem with it is... Uh, I mean, I set myself up for that. But the problem with it is, like, it's the classic improv r- rule of if you, uh, if you pull a gun out on your scene partner, then how do you raise the stakes more? Uh, I kind of just did that with the beginning of arc one. I'm like, all right, so the world's going to explode. Are you going to solve it or what? And then how do you... 
how do you make the stakes raise after that, right? <laughs> Fucking level seven ass Machop and the Trico. Versus, <laughs> the world's you know, gonna blow up. Go, oh God, go, go deal with it. Well, I mean, to be fair, the original Mystery Dungeon game does throw the legendary birds at you when you're like level fifteen. So true. <laughs> similar, similar in scale, I think. Fair point. Yeah, no, that was my logic behind it. Yeah, it was totally, 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 totally that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just explained your the flaw of your show for you, Anaru. I explained it away. I agree. <laughs> Free advice. Uh, <laughs> there is, uh, but I, I I appreciate you checking that. I know uh, the longer it gets, the more of a a grind it is to listen to everything. But I appreciate you checking it out. I mean, you know, plug plug, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, you that is. The question is: Will Kolochu ever listen to Not a Scratch podcast? Stay tuned. The answer, uh, I can answer for you. Uh, no need. You, you don't, I don't know how much time you have. And uh, you don't need to spend the way too many hours. Now, everybody else, of course, everybody else has to listen. All yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not Kolochi. Kolochi was, is, has a special exemption, but the rest of us <laughs> <laughs> required. <laughs> required reading. But uh, yeah, I think that's about it for me. Kolo, are you still here? See, it seems he's gone M- MIA for the moment, so I guess it's Andrew's turn. Cool. Uh, it has been a while since I've been here, so I actually don't know what I talked about last time. So I'll just summarize what I think I remember happening over the past few months. Um, finally beat Sword and Shield. Yeah, that. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> judging judging by the fact that Scarlet and Violet's come out, I feel like that that did that Nuzlocke actually work out, or did it just like fizzle out and then you played it on your own? Um, did we win? I don't know if we beat. I can't even remember if we beat the Nuzlocke officially or not. Uh, we broke a lot of rules in the process, but um, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I. What did we get? I think we got to um, Chairman Rose in the Soul Link. Okay. Chairman Rose sounds about the point where something went bad somewhere. Ooh, fun. Uh, and then after that, we kind of just finished it because Scarlet and Violet was coming out, and uh, my my friend Muhammad was like, "Hey, look, we gotta we gotta get." You gotta finish at least one Gen 8 game before we get to Gen 9. <laughs> uh, and so, got through that from there. Um, but beat it. Um, hindsight, I think it's, like most Pokemon games, pr- pretty good. Uh, still haven't done a lot of the extra stuff involved, so I'm not sure if it's a, an A game yet. But I'm also very, very lenient when it comes to things like this. Like, I don't think there's a Pokemon game I have disliked. It's a, it's like a C minus or a D for me, but that's on the that's on the Pokemon scale where it is. I think it's literally impossible to make a Pokemon game that I won't like to some degree. So I don't hate Sword and Shield as much as it may sound like that. I just hate Sword and Shield compared to every other Pokemon game. So that's how I talk I, about it. Yeah, but I do like those games. I think I think that's the same. I think of uh, I think I'm thinking of everything in terms of like all games, in which case all the Pokemon games are like at worst like a B minus. Uh, and then they just kind of range from there. But in the Pokemon scale itself, uh, I think I would probably have to go back to it and play it in a shorter time frame because, you know, the Soul Link being a thing, a content creation thing, it took multiple months and there were breaks all over the place. So uh, I feel like I didn't get as much of the pacing issue because I wasn't playing it, uh, you know, hours after hours after hours. Uh but I can I can tell that the pacing issue exists if you know what I mean. Um, I do wonder. Weird... I'm, I'm here. I, I was Hi. getting food. Sorry. Uh, that's wonder... exactly how. That's exactly my predicament here. Is like the pacing of like 
every Pokemon game that has come out, I've grinded the shit out of like that first weekend of just nonstop Pokemon. Oh, food? Food is in Pokemon. There's berries. Just just don't don't eat. <laughs> but like, no, I I do eat. But um food's in the game. But like I've never had a Pokemon game where it wasn't like I was never fuck, dude. My brain's not working tonight. I'm sorry. No, it's um, all good. That's all good. Yeah, I've never had a game where, like, I was forced to legitimately wait. Like, I have the game, I always played it, and, like, I always had at least, like, a good 20 hours within the first, I want to say, like, three days of playing the game. Like, Pokemon makes me call off work. That's how important Pokemon is sometimes. But, like, being forced to wait like this gets complicated, because I don't want that, like, (laughs) excitement... I, I'm afraid the excitement is gonna fizzle out. I know it might, it probably won't, but like, I don't want it to come Tuesday and I'll be like, I mean, I could, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, I, had but, to, I, um, I went through my own smaller moral dilemma when I had to go to work today. I was like, I, I really wanted to call out, and honestly, I would have if it was any other day. If I just like, it was just like a day where I was going in like to do work and I didn't necessarily have any particular task, I probably would have fucking called out. Um, but I had, I, I'm, I, I'm the IT guy at my work and I had like actual urgent tasks that needed to be completed today. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll fucking go to work and not be an asshole. <laughs> so I, I went to work instead of playing Pokemon Violet all day. But I have the whole weekend off, so I have plenty of Pokemon Violet all day time. Well, Tomorrow you have some obligations, but yeah, I have a podcast at nine PM. I I can do that. That's fine. But I have the whole day before that. Well, I mean, there. Uh, we'll talk later. Anyway, oh, did we schedule other shit. That that's fine. I can do that too. <laughs> we didn't schedule anything, but uh, we have some uh for... Un- unfinished business to attend. To. <laughs> no, I have a vacation coming up, so we got to backlog a couple things. Or oh, I have to backlog okay. a couple things. Okay, yeah, I'm down. So. I, I am down, but I'll probably wake up early and play Violet for a while. So it, it'll still be a good good times all around, uh, regardless yeah. of recordings with Colo, which are also good times all around anyway. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm, I'm sure. You sound super genuine. No, no, I, I love recording with you. You know that, you bastard. <laughs> uh, um. But anyway... I, I just wanted to say real quick about Sword and Shield, and then I'll let Anaru get back to what he was saying. I apologize. No, it's okay. um, I do wonder if I'll enjoy Sword and Shield slightly more if I do convince myself to play it again. It would really only be slightly, but the one difference that I could see maybe making it more engaging... I, I did done a fuck-up when I played Sword and Shield, and I researched poorly. And I thought... I'd, so the Pokemon League, the tournament happens, and then they railroad you into the fucking whatever the fuck the what are they called? The Roses Group. <laughs> I've already forgotten. Fuck uh, <laughs> those the guys. The the, <laughs> the, the, the the company people. The Rose guys. <laughs> Roses guys. They hold up. I got you. Ra- I got you. They railroad you into that shit for a while, and then you fight Leon. I did not know. There you go. I. I did not macrocosmos. Okay, I I did not know about the macrocosmos thing, so I knew I was going to the Pokemon League. So I was like, all right, let me look up what level Leon's ace is and just go a couple levels below that. 
So then I blew through the entire fucking tournament because they were all like 15 levels lower than me. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why is it scaled like this? Right, right. And then, there was, then there was a whole evil team plot. I'm like, oh, that's why I made a mistake. <laughs> so I, I kind of fucking busted the last little bit of the game open, including Leon, because I had gained enough experience to far over level him right, by that right. point, too. <laughs> So maybe I'd enjoy that part a little bit more. But other than that, I think my Sworded Shield opinion is pretty solid. I, I do want to beat it one more time, though, before I write the, the video that I promised a year ago where I talk about why I don't like it that much. <laughs> to make sure. I think, so, I'm notorious for not liking Generation 5, which I believe is Riley's favorite generation. Right? It's not my favorite, but it's very good. It's like second, isn't it? It, it's at, it's actually in the lower half, but I just love every Pokemon game so much, and I have okay. a lot of genuine appreciation for Gen 5. So, I'm pretty sure I've explained this on this podcast, but it's been a minute, so... My issue with Gen 5 is not that it's a bad generation. Gen... I had a lot of fun... I had a lot of fun playing Black and White. The only issue is Gen 5 leads a bad taste in my mouth because of Black and White 2 was technically the next game that you play if you're going by an order of release it's like if you go the equivalent is like if you go and if you're playing through all the pokemon games in order of release you go through all of sun and moon and then you go right into ultra sun and ultra moon and it's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth because now you're just like well i already are i already fucking did this why am i doing this all again it didn't it didn't like grasp me it didn't grasp me like I was expecting it to. I have yet to beat Black and White 2. That is the only Pokemon game I have never beaten, other than the first two generations. But I haven't technically I did 2. the remakes, so I haven't beaten Black and White 2, but I've gotten very far and I've seen mo I've definitely seen all of it actually. And it's it's probably like objectively the best Pokemon game ever. Like legitimately objectively the truth. <laughs> so I, I do need to make some time for Black and White 2 in my life to fully experience it from beginning to end, because it is, by all accounts, a fucking masterpiece beyond almost anything else the Pokemon has ever put out, according to anybody who's spent meaningful time with it. And I would agree... I, I would, it, that doesn't surprise me from what I've played. What I've played is top-notch, but I guess as you get further, it becomes, like, the best. <laughs> so, Black and White 2 are good. Anaru, what else have you played? <laughs> Oh, um, gosh, there was a bunch of stuff I did, and now I can't remember anything. Uh, there's a bunch of random stuff on YouTube uh, that you can check out at uh, a tour in the region. Because um, I've gone through a few games and doing random stuff like that. I've gotten back into Pokemon Quest on my phone for some reason. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> what a deep cut. Yeah, that's a, that's a game. Uh, not only have I beaten it, I'm now trying to do like a, um, a cash em all sort of thing. I don't know why. It's just a nice, like, quick little time thing that I can set up and then just put my phone to the side, right? Uh, and then come back to it. I don't know why I've enjoyed it so much, but I have. It's a fun um, little distraction. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's not, uh, at least the way that I've been playing it, it's not something that's, like, most mobile games where you have to, like, constantly look at your phone all the time. Uh, it's one of those nice little, like, uh, brief breaks that you can take and then set it aside and then don't have to worry about it for a while. Um, that... Bought a bunch of Pokemon games. Now I have most of the main series and a lot of the side series. And frankly, I have spent too much money on this, and yet I uh, don't regret it yet. Keyword yet. 
one day you're gonna be you're gonna be homeless and destitute. You'll be you'll be carrying a sack, and that sack will contain only physical Pokemon copies, and you'll be like worth it as you as <laughs> I proceed. If, final I, look, if, slumber. That, <laughs> if that's the case, uh, then it'll be worth it as I say, hey, I have the complete Pokemon collection here. Would anyone like to have the entire Pokemon collection for insert large dollar value here? And then I go rebuy them afterwards. <laughs> See that okay, that's exactly how I feel about uh my Pokemon card collection. Like I have zero use for it. It is purely sentimental and it is a fucking project. So mm-hmm. I'm working on getting at least one card of every single Pokemon. I have, <laughs> I have, I have thought about that. Uh I have three binders worth, all in Pokedex order, with any Pokemon that I'm missing not in there yet. Like, I've organized this shit. I have a Google Doc of everything that, like, it's super organized to the point where any anybody who sees it goes, you're fucking insane. I have spent so much goddamn money on this shit. And it's not like I'm, like, I'm starting to buy, individually buy cards on, like, Amazon and stuff or eBay mm-hmm. just because I've spent, I don't, I don't have the funds to try and find all of these Pokemon. However... Throw out the funds for fucking... to buy constant booster packs until you find what you're looking for. (laughs) Exactly. But, um... I guess I could update that, because I have mentioned that... I have mentioned that on this podcast before. On this podcast before. I only need... Out of the 905 Pokemon that have been released, up through Legends Arceus... I only need 115 more. <laughs> hey, that's Respect, not man. bad. Respect. There's like fucking 800 Pokemon that you have. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks really cool, especially in the Gen 8. I was really hoping to finish Gen 8 before Gen 9 came out. but Or before the games came out. But I was three Pokemon off. And I am quite upset about that. But <laughs> all right. So in Gen 8, I need Enamorous, Calyrex, Eternatus, and Arctozolt. Technically, I have an Eternatus. I have Eternatus V and the Shadow and Ice Rider Calyrex, but I don't have regular Calyrex yet. So, and I don't know if there's a card for him. Just little big head deer boy, but. Yeah, I only need 115 more. So, it's really cool. I'm I don't know what I'm going to do once it's finished. <laughs> it's one of those things where like once it's done, it's done and you have to wait right, for right. another generation and you're just like, "Well, shit." But like it's one of those things where like you legitimately cannot put a price on it. Yeah, no, I that's It's a, that's like really having, cool it's game. like your it's like your uh your Pokémon game collection. You you could put a price on it if you like value each game at what it's worth when you decide to if you ever decide to sell it legitimately like you could value each card by itself and go oh well that's the value of everything you have but it's the fact that you have everything that right. makes it really really hard to put a price on it. and i think that's really cool so sick Okay, so two questions. First of all, Anaru, did you have anything else to talk about? Uh, you already plugged not a scratch. Um, <laughs> there you go. Good. <laughs> and uh, and oh, was Operation E Clock 
the the Adorian cast thing going last time I uh was on a show. Oh shit! That you started that. That was the thing That's, that yeah. you were teasing for a while, but I yes. I don't think you had started uh, it last time you were on. Uh, so that exists. That's another show I do. Um, if basically if you took the world of Pokemon and then implemented the plot of Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, it's that. Let's go. Interesting. Uh, with with the twist that uh, so it's a TTRPG thing. Uh, the twist is that the player character is the same, but the person controlling them changes over time. So the actions of person number one can impact the way person number three operates and so on. Um, it's potentially chaotic. Actually, it's already chaotic, and we haven't even had multiple people yet. Uh, but it's it's one of those like ideas that I had that I just uh, got really, really hype on. Uh, I did a charity stream last December uh, that had a similar sort of concept where players... Yeah, you, you were there, Riley, right? I think I was, well yes. I was one of uh, the people. Yeah, so but players... I killed it's, a Glaceon, it's... and one of your friends will never <laughs> let me live it down. <laughs> yes. Um, I think, yeah, the, the plot of that charity stream was um, basically like a, playing through a really, really scaled-down version of a Pokemon region uh, where you go through and try to beat gyms and go fight the champion and everything in the span of 14 hours or so, but every hour the person controlling the main character would switch. And so uh, some people would do one thing one way, some people would change their team up, some people would have different sort of ideas about how they operate and so on and so forth. Uh, and I, I got really, really, really interested. I really wanted to use a Wulu that, that was very over-leveled, or under-leveled, rather, and I paid dearly for really wanting <laughs> to use that Wulu. <laughs> um, and so that idea got really, really stuck with me, and then I was, I was and still am to a certain extent obsessed with Majora's Mask. And so I just started hey, let's make a TTRPG where it combines both of those things. And then uh, that's where Operation E-Clock is born, uh, found on the Adorn cast. There's another plug, 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 plug. You got, uh, you got some guests on lineup ready to, ready to fire? Yeah, there's a bunch of guests. Um, uh, I think I've reached out to Riley for this. So I probably did. I, I don't think you... You definitely asked me about it, like, before it was revealed. You were like, I'm doing a thing. Do you want to be in a thing? And I was like, yeah. But, but I didn't know <laughs> what the thing was at that time. But, yeah, I'm, I'm totally down. I think I think Peng, you would talk to Penguin about it, too. Um, so it's a thing. Uh, as of now, I think I have all the guests. Though, of course, cancellation's going to occur, and it's all about timing, so... Uh, I might just randomly reach out to you guys, be like, "Hey, do you have fourteen spare hours <laughs> or something like that?" You know, fourteen spare hours. Yeah. Uh, due to technical issues and stuff like that, it got extended a bit. But my uh, my first player character was well, technically, the first player character was myself. I was running through it once, and then first player character was my co-host on Not a Scratch, Muhammad. Um, due to technical issues and uh, me not having a complete control of everything yet, uh, it took a total of. 14, 15 hours to get through everything. Not at once, obviously, but uh, to get all the content we needed for his cycles. And then I'm assuming that's going to get lower, but we'll see. I got another person lined up that's uh, going to go through it, and we'll see if I can cut down the time of it. But, uh, but that's there. That's available. That's, those are the big Pokemon-y things that I've done in the past. I know that was split over many, many sections and everything and if one of anaru's friends uh, gets sick or gets hit by a bus expect me to be on it <laughs> even if they don't i feel like you'll be on oh, okay cool <laughs> no, no need to worry 
No need to wish negative. Uh, <laughs> the, way the, the way the plot is designed, at least, I can keep it going for as long as I need to. Unless some person just gets real into the story and then solves all the problems, in which case I'm kind of like, oh, here's another problem you didn't know existed. Oh, well, shucks, get out. Made some up. <laughs> you thought you solved all the problems, but uh, nope, there's this one. Yeah, go, bye. Uh, sick. Um, so, Colo, did you have anything besides your uh, your cards? No. No? Okay. I talked <laughs> about my, and, and I talked about my but... Looper, right? Looper? Yeah, I talked about the Whooper plushie I bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about that last week, I think. Hell yeah. See, this is why I don't show up because I don't have anything to fucking talk about. <laughs> I mean, you talked about gridlock. That's well, also... we have the we have the topic. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, yeah, wanna... but like in terms of like updating people on what I've done with Pokemon, most of the time, it's... Polo, you want to know a secret? <laughs> most of the time, I don't have anything either. <laughs> yeah, but you actively do like Nuzlocks and stuff. Okay, well, not actively, but like you occasionally do it. Once Pokemon, once Scar- Pokemon Scarlet for me is done, and it's like, done. like I've gotten all the done. shinies that I want and everything. Like I put my four hundred hours in. I will not oh. touch a. F- oh yeah, you don't know about that. What? Yeah. So in Legends Arceus, I have two hundred and fifty hours in it. Um, in in uh Pokemon Sword, I have four hundred and eighty five hours in it. That's fucking batty, dude. Like, wait, no, 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 no. Uh, four hundred and thirty, twenty or thirty. Uh, the four hundred and eighty-five was in Ultra Sun. I don't have the attention span to play video games, so like, Pokemon. Oh, a lot of that is just shiny. A lot of that is shiny hunting, my guy. A lot of it is shiny hunting. Yeah, I got you. So, but still, the game is up on AT. The game is on my Switch running. For that amount of time, that is crazy to think about too. That's and I that's, know Scarlet and Scarlet and Violet are going to go that high. That's wild. That's six. That's like over sixty. At least for the Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, that's sixty-eight hour workdays. You that's see, I don't. Oh, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Every every any... waking moment, if I have time, I play Pokemon. That's it. That's why I'm so conflicted on this because this is the first time where I haven't actually. I'm literally the TV is on and Pokemon Scarlet is loaded in but not like played yet and I've been like just staring at it and I'm like I I want to I want to do it but I can't. Here's a new idea. Before you play it, count how many pixels are on the title screen. I think that should take you until Tuesday. Yes, based. Good idea. Bingo. Shit. What was I going to say? Oh, so I don't have the attention span to play video games for long periods. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm actively incapable. Um, Pokemon games have some of the highest hour counts on my Switch, but they're fucking piddly numbers compared to what Cola was just talking about. I think Pokemon Shield, I have the most hours on as a game by far, just because that was, like, the only main series Pokemon game on Switch for, like, a good, like, almost multiple years. Um, I think I have, like, 50 hours? <laughs> Maybe. Oh wow, yeah. No. And and uh I think behind that is <laughs> behind that is Smash Bros Ultimate with like 25 hours and then like the next 5 are Pokemon games, but they're super low. It's like I have like 10 hours in Arceus, I have like 7 hours in Let's Go Eevee, and I have like maybe 3 or 4 hours in Shining Pearl. <laughs> Which I might, there might be a couple games that are higher than Shining Pearl, but I believe Let's Go Eevee and Arceus are third and fourth place behind. On the Shield Switch, Shining Pearl is the lowest game. 
with only 50 <laughs> hours in it. That's the so, lowest amount of hours you have in Riley's, any Switch like, games? <laughs> oh no, I'm not all of my fucking of the oh, Pokemon, Pokemon games. Okay, Jesus. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I have like 260. A lot of these hours are just shiny hunting, though, to be completely fair. They're shiny hunting yeah. hours. Especially in Legends Arceus. That game is not a 200-hour game unless you shiny hunt. All of my hours in S.H.I.E.L.D. are just like, I played through the main game, and that took me like 20 hours, and then I did some max raids with friends, and I I got into like competitive battle spot for a while because I got, I got access to a bot that let me gen in a competitive team because I was not breeding because fuck that shit. Uh, so I played around with battle spot um, with a gen team. Um, and that probably was a few hours, and the rest of it is, like, max raids with friends, and that's how I got to, like, 50, and that's where I'm at. Dude, we gotta... Our, 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 our like, crew has gotta get together for some terror raids once we're all playing the game, because... Di- well, I already, ra- I already raids have things in the were really works. Fun. I have stuff in the works for videos. I've already determined, uh, if anybody wanted to watch my playthrough, I do not plan on doing a playthrough. Because I feel like if I do that, this game is going to start feeling like a burden. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, like I, I, the streaming your first playthrough or recording your first playthrough doesn't feel right to me. Like I saw, I saw DJ and Jinji were doing it, and I'm like, I feel like they're going to regret this decision. Because anytime you want to play, you can't play on your own. Once you, once you, at least for me anyway. Like I've been wanting to play. Uh, fucking dragon quest for a while but i cannot touch that game because i played it on i played it like years ago on twitch that's it because it is now labeled as a stream game and i cannot touch it unless i go stream but i don't feel like streaming so i can't play the game that's me and final fantasy 7 and also me and kingdom hearts and also me and probably like 15 other games that i'm not thinking of right now <laughs> so it's just you basically <laughs> yeah I can I can see that I can uh, I personally don't think I fall into that trap as of yet. I say hesitantly. We'll find out after I do a Scarlet slash Violet yeah, recording. Yeah, because because Anaru's so good at keeping up with like streaming and recording games. How's that uh, Heart Gold Buzzlock going, buddy? Or that I think it's called out here. <laughs> I blame a sickness that existed and. <laughs> Semi contributed to the lack. No, of no, no. We we did talk about recent. this like two weeks ago, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm too sick, but we could do it after." I'm not sick. Yeah, <laughs> and I yeah. was like, "I." Um, but beside that, everything else was great. Um, but anyway, we are we're we're close to our legally obligated hour, but I assume we're gonna go over at this point because we have not even touched the topic yet. <laughs> uh, so I feel like we should shift. We yeah, we're shifting. It's happening. Uh. We're talking about Ash Ketchum, guys. He's he's been in the news lately. That Ash Ketchum. Uh, we we all know him. We all love him. He's the star of the Pokemon anime, uh, which is probably a lot of general discussion of that's going to occur. I think because um, Ash Ketchum is the ap- epicenter, uh, and he became the world champion recently. They fucking aired it on like big screens in like large cities in Japan. It was crazy. Everybody's talking about it. He did it. Can I just say I love how I love how we've gotten to the point where a Pokemon anime of which the writers determine the story is treated like 
the ESPN Super like a Super Bowl on, <laughs> on NBC or something. Like, that. like, like I, I, I understand. Like, technically speaking, for all the viewers' perspective, it is kind of like that because you don't really know the outcome. There have been numerous instances where he's got far and then just lost. But at the same time, for the writers, it's got to be kind of wild to be like, you know, we just wrote Ash to be the winner. And then we have ESPN like being like, breaking news, Ash Ketchum has just been announced world champion. That's true. People are talking about it like it's an actual competition that occurred and not a written story in some, of, in some cases. I mean, shout out to the writers. If they can get, get it to that point, that's the goal right there. If you can just write a story to the point where professional news organizations are like, this is insane. What an accomplishment here. Let's go to our coat. That would be fun Here's me getting random ideas of things that are pointing like four people would listen to. But it'd be so wild to be like doing a recording, be like an ESPN guy reporting an Ash Ketchum thing. And it's like, what do you think was the main contributor towards Ash Ketchum's success? Well, I got to say, it's uh, the combination of offensive attack that they had there. Watch the styles. We get the replay on the screen. Look at this moment Holy right shit. here by Gengar. Anaru. <laughs> Anaru. There's Yo. a podcast idea there. <laughs> I just No joke. I have sort of done this, though it's on hiatus right now. Uh, I used to and still technically do, though it's on that hiatus, of me pretending the NBA exists, except it's all Pokemon characters, and it's like a radio thing uh, really that I have put way too many hours into. And uh, it's it's so funny. You know, it's just like it, it's literally a radio broadcast of a basketball game, except like it like played on 2K and everything, except it's Pokemon. So it's like Gardevoir uh, passes the ball over to Tyranitar. Slam dunk! What a play there! Yeah, great job. You know he's able to pressure the defense on the inside, makes the defender kind of stumble, and after you know, like full, like that. It's one of those things. One of the many things that I put many hours into with very limited success. Uh, the idea I, I just had. I, I want to put this on paper real quick um, before Colo takes my the paper ball. Recording. Um, yeah, I want to put it on this paper recording. Uh, so. I've been I've been thinking about doing some sort of Pokemon anime podcast. Um, I was also thinking about doing a video essay series, but like that is very ambitious and will probably never happen. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm not I'm not capable of make committing to making like 25 high quality video essays. Um, but I do want to talk about the Pokemon anime really bad. So I'm like, maybe I'll start a podcast. I even like considered just like making this podcast an anime podcast most weeks <laughs> and i talked to penguin that about a... that and she was like why would we do that and not just do a separate podcast and i was like right. it's hard enough to get you once a week penguin <laughs> but obviously doing like a regular watch along podcast would take a fucking long time and would never finish <laughs> ever <laughs> uh but on the bright side you know you have episodes locked in Right. It's not like we can run out of topics because you know for exactly. a fact there are <laughs> there a anime thousand five hundred episodes or whatever. Actually, something I do have to do, and something I might actually do like sooner rather than later, because I I have a strong interest in this arc, uh, which I'm going to go into a little bit in conversation. The Battle Frontier arc of the anime really interests me, and I promised like years and years ago that I would watch that entire season, and like we would do an episode about Pokemon Battle Frontier specifically. So maybe maybe that'll happen. But uh so Pokemon anime podcast, a watch along podcast would be would be too much. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be feasible. But you just gave me the idea of like a fun little podcast concept where I take each of Ash's gym battles and league battles 
and like talk about them like we're on like a sports talk show in the Pokemon world. I I am down if you yes. If you, if you, I am down. I am. Abs- I will go. go way too hardcore on it, but I am absolutely down. I You're getting voices and everything. <laughs> yes, let's do it. That that's like the best Pokemon anime podcast idea I could ever come I'm up with. I'm always ready to just like if if we want to go like uh oh there's so many ways we could take it, um. But I I'm fully ready to start just yelling out, being like that's clearly cheating for the first like eight badges I think <laughs> yeah. all of them. Just be like, oh come on that's not the ref's gotta watch that play like. I think the only legitimate gym battles Ash has in Kanto are like Koga. Surge, and I think? I think Bl- Surge was legit. Surge and Koga, and I think Blaine, maybe. Wow. So three out of eight. There you go. Good, good, good start, man. Good start. If you guys are gonna if you if you're gonna definitely talk about like cheating, uh you this is a little ways down the lot well, a lot of ways down the line. You gotta talk about the goddamn dude who had a fucking dark eye. <laughs> Tobias! I yes. planned on talking about Tobias tonight. We're going into it now. You brought him up? Okay. I don't right, know his name. Him. All I know is some dude some dude in some fucking battle mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. important to Ash brought out a fucking dark eye. And I'm like, name, man, listen, come on. Here are the circumstances. I'll, ex- I'll explain the whole thing and talk about the exact reason why they did it this way. Okay. So they don't Ash, want him to succeed. Yeah, Ash is the, <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Ash is in the Sinnoh League, right? The, the, the Diamond and Pearl anime. Um, and the Diamond and Pearl anime has been a fucking star road for Ash Ketchum. Like Battle Frontier is obviously like the highest peak that Ash Ketchum reaches, I think, besides maybe like the Kalos League and maybe Journeys. <laughs> at, um, at, at the Sinnoh point, yeah. I think Kalos League is Kalos League is higher. Champion League is for like Sun and Moon is higher, and then uh, World Champ obviously is higher. But at that point, Sinnoh was the uh, best. D- d- hey, don't sleep on thing. Battle Frontier, Anaru. That was well, a yeah, big the Battle, Fr- Battle Frontier. I think is like uh, the Orange Islands, right? Because he won that as well. It's like those side tournaments that you win. That's like, oh, he's you know he's a rising star, but not one of like it's like tennis. It's like winning some of the other tournaments, but not winning Wimbledon or the French Open or something like that. Um, as you can tell, I'm a tennis guy. Yeah, anyway, the, thing about, the thing about the Battle Frontier is, I, I'm just so into like Battle Frontier specifically for some reason. Is oh no, it's really good. Yeah. The Battle Frontier in the games is like the hardest challenge in Pokemon that's ever existed. Like you have to have fucking competitive teams to beat the Battle Frontier, and it is portrayed in the anime as being a very strong battle challenge. And Ash actually uses like all of the Pokemon in his arsenal during the Battle Frontier. Right, right. So I think Battle Frontier is like the perfect anime season. That's just like the all star. It's the all-star season where Ash mm-hmm. breaks out all of his boys to beat this like super off awesome challenge. And the final episode, I'm gonna nerd out about this, okay? We we reached this time. I nerded about this on Detour Ahead a little bit. Um and I also nerded about Go it. Go listen to Detour episode. Ahead, our new cool. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Newest podcast. Um the, the most epic moment in the Pokemon anime's history is in Battle Frontier, and here, here's what it is, okay? And they should have they done this four journeys for the finals of Masters 8 again, okay? Let me, let me tell you what they did here. Battle Frontier. Ash gets fucked up by Brandon, the last Frontier brain. He can't oh, beat him. Oh, I know him. what you're talking about. He can't beat him. And then Ash fucking 
calls in the Avengers, bro. <laughs> he fucking the Canto Four. He he get he gets Bulbasaur out from Oak's lab. Fucking Squirtle gets a police escort to the the Battle Frontier grounds, <laughs> and Charizard flies in for the Charisific Valley. And he gathers his original boys, the Canto Four, and just fucking goes hard. And it's the most amazing thing to ever occur. And I wish it happens many more times. And yeah, I I can absolutely see that being like, let's just bring in the main guys, like the guys, the ones that have been with us for two plus seasons. Two plus, I think all three of them were, all three of them were there for Kanto, and I think all three of them were there for at least parts of Johto. They were there. They were there for Kanto and Orange and parts of Johto. Yeah. So. At they, were point, all kinda, like, they were all kind of phased out of Johto, but then they were, like, brought back for gym battles and league battles, so they were still, like, part of it. They just, like... Because I know... I dur- know uh, during the filler episodes, they wanted to focus on, like, the Johto starters and Ash's Johto team, but then once the league happened, it's like, all right, Squirtle, Charizard, get in here, buddies. Right. So at that point, they're, like, they're, they're, like the main folks, and then he does Hoenn on his own, and then comes into the uh, Battle Frontier, and it's like, all right. I'm going to use the uh, break glass if necessary button and bring back, you know, the guy. <laughs> break glass if necessary. It's just like the three Pokeballs and it's like, let's go. Yep. But yeah, the, the, the Kanto 4 should have fought Leon. That's, <laughs> that's my moral of the story. <laughs> um, but to get back to Tobias, um, which is the guy that Kolo was talking about. So... Ash came off of the Battle Frontier into the Sinnoh League, and unlike a, lot, a couple of his other resets, I don't think he loses any battle prowess. Like, his team restarts, so obviously he's not, he doesn't have, like, an arsenal with, like, a Tauros and a Charizard and shit anymore, so he's not, like, champion level. But he has champion level mindset. Like, he's still yeah, super is, competent, and he applies this, it yeah. to his entire Sinnoh journey. It's so, smart, Ash. He walks into the Sinnoh League, and they're like, okay... We can't let him win a Pokemon League. He's not allowed. But he's doing so good that if we're going to make him not win a Pokemon League, it's got to be... We have to cheat, basically. (laughs) So they made up Tobias, who's this guy who just has, like, all legendary Pokemon for no reason. And he sweeps the... uh, To be fair, uh, I think of the six Pokemon... He only ends up revealing two of them. Yes, we never see. We never see most of his team. The and they at least they give Ash a small victory in that the lore that is established is that nobody beats Tobias's Darkrai throughout the entire tournament. He six sweeps everybody except Except for Ash because Ash takes down the Darkrai, gets the second Pokemon revealed of Latios, and then with Pikachu as last Pokemon, he gets a double KO. So he kills two of Tobias's Pokemon when every other competitor killed zero, which is, which I guess is a is a cool victory in itself. But they they basically had to cheat to make him lose the Sinnoh League is why that character was written in that way. My bold take: I think that matchup scarred him so much that that's why he became dumb in Unova. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. He genuinely had a life reset at that point, not because of like, oh, it's a new team or a new setup. No, no, it was just that match scarred him so much. He just completely reset himself in Unova, which is why Unova is a, a semi-struggle for him. And then he remembers, oh, I should probably stick back to the old methods, and that's why Kalos is so good for him. And then he continues getting higher and higher at that. I think that's, that's it. That's my bold take. Tobias messed up his Unova 
uh, matchup. And if he was playing anybody else, even if he lost, Unova would have been better. I know there's no real logic behind it because it's a story that's written by writers, but that's my logic right there. It's Tobias's fault. Ash was bad in Unova. Hands down. Lock it in. Lock it in. But uh, I actually really like the Unova arc of the anime. That's like my hot take is like, I guess the, the character shit pisses me off. And maybe I, I've gained more of an appreciation for characters and character development recently. So maybe I don't like the black and white anime as much anymore now that I think about it. But it's a fun watch. I can't deny that. I just, I was at my grandmother's house once just hanging out. And like, my grandmother doesn't wake up until like 1 p.m. And I wake up at like 8 a.m. So while I was at her house for like a few days. Um, Disney XD on demand had like every episode of Pokemon. And I just started watching black and white. And I watched like... 30 episodes of Pokemon Black and White. And it was so... It's it's just... It's fun. It's a really fun season. I think I haven't given it a proper chance yet. Because... Uh, no, you know what bothers me about Black and White? is the theme song. For some reason, I didn't like that. And then... I just kind of threw me off. It's definitely more of like a weird, like, sentimental song than any before it. Like, some of the Sinnoh songs got close. But I, th I think Black and White by far is the most like schmoopy song <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it, it's good but making ash a fucking dummy again was not good um colo what so you said you haven't seen how a lot of the anime how much like 90 percent of the anime i have not seen i did watch all of indigo league i watched like i missed all of orange islands um Everything Johto, completely missed Johto. Um, watched a little bit of Battle Frontier, like, early on. Tiny bit of, like, a decent amount of Sinnoh, actually, just because younger me liked Dawn. Yes, based. Dawn is Dawn is the best. Um, nothing in Gen 5, nothing in Gen 6. Little bit of oh, Gen dude, 7. The X and little Y anime? Gen 7, and nothing in Gen 8. I genuinely recommend the X and Y anime, like, wholeheartedly. Absolutely. It's so fucking good, Kolo. It, it's all, like, story-wise, story good. Uh, artistically, I really like it. Um, Ash isn't, isn't a fool, which is always nice. Serena. Uh, I think, like, it, it, it Battle Frontier, Serena, and Diamond absolutely. and Pearl are, like, uh, deadlocked in my head for what the best arc is. All right. Uh, I adore Serena's story, so that's, that's a B thing. Alright, I'm going to explain myself here. Okay. My knowledge of Pokemon is immense. It takes up like 50% of my brain. The anime completely it eludes me, and I think it's just because I have this notion that every episode is, is all the fucking same. And I know it's not. Before you say anything, I know it's not. Because, but I struggled through fucking Indigo League, and it was rough. To be it just fair, felt like it the is same kind of, fucking is... episode every single goddamn time. It basically happened to, got boiled down to, Ash is traveling to a new place. Uh-oh, Team Rocket's here too. Ash has to take care of Team Rocket. Ash does whatever he had to do in the town, and that's the episode. That It just felt well, like that was even... the like blatant, just like copy and paste with different skins, basically. 
Polo's experience sucks even more because he he's so like contained with an Indigo League, which didn't even have like consistent gym battles <laughs> to look forward to. Cause half of them were fucking Ash cheated or Ash just like beats Team Rocket. The gym leader's like, good job, have my badge. <laughs> yeah. I think um this probably not that obviously time is an important factor, so obviously watching the entire anime is not exactly uh great when it comes to like time commitments and stuff like that but i feel like like uh, like um like naruto there's probably some site out there that uh says hey here here are the real episodes here are the filler episodes uh and then you could probably bounce around a couple things there you see uh, i can't do that but there's also yeah my you issue is if i'm power. going to watch something i watch it all the way through naruto oh, good. Is okay no it's, you're, you're so like me goddamn long but like, Kolo, I can very much relate to you there. I have to watch everything. Not only do I have to watch everything, I have to watch from the very first thing to go yep. forward, and I can't start at like episode ten or twenty for like nope, podcasts and TV shows. Yeah, I I can't do that. So like Naruto, I started with a OG OG Naruto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am now at the end of the pain arc, which is not very far at all in Shippuden. Right, it right. has taken me. I want to say four years to get this far, but I have not skipped anything. I do not skip any episodes in anything that I watch, at least the first time around. Yep, if I yep. if I finish Naruto and like years down the line, I go, oh, I would love to like re-experience that. I might, I'll probably skip filler, but like as of now, I want to experience every single thing that happens. Colo, obviously you can't see me or hear me, but right now I'm literally applauding you. Yes. Yes. This full standing ovation, just like, yes, thank you. Anaru, how much of the how much thank of the you anime have crazy. you seen? <laughs> where, 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 like, are your gaps, if you have any? Um, so I had a bunch of summer vacations where I just spent watching the Pokemon anime, so I have uh, all of OG, I have all of Kanto, all of Johto, all of Hoenn, all of Sinnoh, I have not seen most of Black and White. All of Kalos, all of Sun and Moon, and then that's it. I haven't seen Journeys. I've so, seen all Black the and White and Journeys. I've seen all, all the right. movies. I'm not completely oh, uh... like incompetent. It's the actual anime itself. I've seen every movie that they've released. So you've I... seen every era of the anime. It's just only in the movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm the opposite. I think I most I I don't think I've seen most of the movies. I've uh, probably I only to... seen like seven Pokemon movies out of the like twenty five or whatever the fuck. Look, the movies are easier to get through. It's just because it's a movie. It's like, oh, you want to know what's going on in black and white or in Unova? Here, here's a movie about it, and I'm like, oh, sick! I'll watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you want to go watch the 200 episodes of Unova? And I'm like, ah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think so. I I think I got the gist, you know. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four. I'm I'm literally counting the movies that I've seen right now. Uh, two, three, four, five. Not six. Not seven. I have seen eight. I've seen nine. I've seen 10, I've seen 11, I've seen 12. I've seen that's it. I haven't seen any of the recent ones. Most of the yep. newer movies I haven't seen. Like, uh, no. after starting Black and White, I haven't seen I that. I, I guess I could just look at a list and count, huh? Good idea, Anaru. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen most of the original series. Uh, I'm missing a couple of Hoenn movies. 
And then from Unova onwards, I haven't seen any of the movies. Okay, I've got list of Pokemon films up. Let's see how many I've actually seen. I've seen one, two, three, four, five, six. I've seen this one. is eight. Nine, I have seen Genesect. Ten, I've seen Diancy. Uh, Eleven, I've seen I Choose You. And twelve, I've seen the, the most recent one, the Arceus Chronicles. So I've seen twelve Pokemon movies. I guess thirteen if you count Detective Pikachu. Oh, I have seen Detective Pikachu. All but right, in terms of anime what? movies, 12. I have seen 23. I have not... I've seen... Basically, I've seen every movie all the way up to Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. I have not seen uh, the monkey movie. <laughs> the monkey movie. I don't know what it's fucking called. <laughs> the, the, the Coco, I think. I don't know. Whatever the newest one was. Uh, <laughs> the Pixar the movie Coco? Was a Pokemon <laughs> movie? Wow. Secrets of the Jungle. I thought it was. Shut up! I don't. I don't. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's my solution to anything. I'm, I'm, like I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna go. Scenario. I'm done. I'm out. So you'll never hear Colo on another episode of Pokemon Variety Hour. I just want to say about Ash, and let's let's go around the horn. Um, here. Um, actually, I'll, I'll I'll save myself. I'll ask somebody else the question first. What are your what are your general feelings on Ash as a character and as a Pokemon trainer, um, based on what you've seen? Anaru, you've seen a lot. Tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a massive sports fandom background, so I try to relate. This is another thing that I feel like would be a really good video essay episode, like YouTube video that I just haven't bothered to actually look up. But like, who is Ash Ketchum in the real world, career-wise? Like somebody that's like struggled early on and then like really picked it up late career, if you want to say that. Um, all of my I mean, if you're talking there. like real world experience wise, this dude is like the perfect candidate for any job that corporate America wants. This is a oh, 10 yeah. year old with 25 <laughs> years worth years of experience. experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I always look at it from that perspective. And in that regard, I know uh, a lot of people have the opinion like Ash isn't great. Uh, I love Ash as a character, I think it's a really good especially uh, the later you go on. Like, there's similar... I, I, I keep bringing back Naruto, but similar to Naruto, it's like, I feel like early Naruto can be a little annoying at times. Like, early Ash can be a bit annoying at times. Uh, but that's also like, yeah, he's a 10-year-old trying to fight creatures that are having magical powers. Like, that kind of makes sense. Um, and especially the, the longer you go into the series, I feel like the more I appreciate Ash and his adventures and his, you know, pathway through things. Um, so I am... Ash, if that's a thing. Hey guys, bold take. I think the main character is a good main character. So the thing about Ash is, I think people don't really respect the level of... Because the anime has been the same way for so long that like it feels like the entire anime was that way. But much more aggressively than the rest of the anime, the original like series was a coming-of-age story. And mm-hmm. it's actually like a really engaging coming of age story where Ash Ketchum is a fucking prick. <laughs> Come mm-hmm. episode one, like he's a fucking bratty 10 year old. He doesn't even know how to get up on time. He's a dummy, uh, but he likes Pokemon and he cares for Pokemon so deeply. And as he goes on this adventure, he, he, he makes friends with, you know, his Pokemon and also with Ash and Misty. And he really grows up with them. 
in such a genuine way that like you can see the evolution from the beginning of the show where he is just a fucking snot and like even Misty and Brock hate him and you don't know why they're even with him. (laughs) (laughs) And, but he grows this relationship with his Pokemon and he kind of like, they all grow up together. Like we see the Pokemon develop and we also see Ash grow up and develop. That's, that's why I think I love the Kanto four so much. They're like an iconic group. Because they have this unique relationship with Ash, where I think Ash in the later seasons, he becomes a coach. Like, he's a good coach, and he has, like, strong emotional connections with the Pokemon that he's coaching. But he has done his growth. He, he is coaching these Pokemon into, like, becoming better, and that's kind of what it is. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's already mm-hmm. an expert. The Kanto boys grew up with Ash. Like, they all grew up together, and they, like, developed into, like, the personalities they have today together. And that's why they have such a deep and genuine connection. Well said, well said. So that's why I love, I love the original Pokemon of Ash. They're, they're the Kanto 4. I've, I've been thinking about this so much lately. I, I, I just adore the Kanto 4, okay? <laughs> I, need, I need people to understand. I tried to get Colo to understand on Detour Head, and he was like, mm, I'm not as into it. But no, 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 you have to understand. The Kanto 4, they're so good. <laughs> Breaking news, somebody likes the Kanto starters. <laughs> they're, they're so good, Hey, guess man. what? You know what? I think Charizard needs a little bit more love, doesn't it? But Ash is Charizard specifically, though. Like, the thing yeah, is... As I say in the video essay that's coming soon, but I know podcasts and video essays have different audiences. I might find different people, so spoiling it here is not that big of a deal. Um, I do talk about that a lot in that video essay, the Canto 4 thing, and I had a deeper point that I forgot, so <laughs> that is the end of the sentence now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. And I love Ash. To go into my thoughts on him, he's just... He obviously there's the coming of age story, and even even at his worst, his relationship with Pokemon is always so genuine. He has this like he has this like deep connection with Pokemon that's so endearing. And like as he grows up and as he develops, he he just that that connection with Pokemon kind of spreads to a connection with the Pokemon world, and he just becomes like this genuine like really good endearing character. And just like his love for the world around him, and like it, it, it's just so, it's so nice. And the way he talks to his Pokemon, like I kind of forgot how often this happens. And it's one of those things where it's like this would probably get like repetitive and like annoying if he did it every time, which I think he might. <laughs> I'm thinking back, and I think he might do this most times um, when he like returns his Pokemon to his Pokeball, and he's like, "You did great. Now take a good rest." I think he says that like every fucking time, and I totally he does forgot. Like <laughs> I totally forgot about that until I watched that Battle Frontier episode and that Diamond and Pearl episode, and I was like, wow. <laughs> he does say this a lot. But it's so good. I love that I, I love that for him. He just like no matter how bad his Pokemon like beef it, he's still he's just thankful <laughs> for them trying their best. Like he gets fucking swept. His first three Pokemon get absolutely slaughtered by Tobias's Darkrai. Like Two of them get one shot, and the other one gets... No, they all get one shot, it's just the other one gets, like, put to sleep first and gets to, like, get off some sleep talk attacks (laughs) before it dies. But Ash's Heracross, Torkoal, and Gibble all get one shot by Darkrai, completely fucking destroyed, and Ash just still, like, smiles and looks at the Pokeball and says, Thanks, buddy, take a good rest. Like, it's it's so endearing, his, his genuine connection that he has with his Pokemon. 
Even even the shitty ones like Torkoal. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm still laughing about the way that she says it. Yeah, you know, some Pokemon just beef it, but like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I just I've never heard of it from, from like never heard of someone uh, messing up like beef it. Oh, that's hilarious. It's a great turn of phrase. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Col- uh, yeah. No, sorry, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, I know. So Colo, you. You have your experience from the movies, and mostly in terms of episodes, you have the original anime. So you probably have a different perspective on the character than me and Anaru, who have been so, following him super consistently. So, so what are your all thoughts? Right, so here's my little synopsis of this character. Um, from what little I've seen, like, Gen 5, completely skipped it. Gen 2, completely skipped it. I have seen bits and pieces, now I think of it, of Gen 6, which is like... I feel like it's the peak peak Ash, where it's like, he is the most well-developed character. Like, you've seen him, you've basically, like, grown up with this child. And, like, he has, uh, he's got, like, a really good personality. You can tell that he's a lot more mature in Gen 6 compared to, compared to the previous generations. I don't know about 2 and 5, or I don't know about 5 how he is. But, like, if you... Going off of what I know, you see a lot of character, de- like little bits and pieces of character development throughout throughout the show. It can get really repetitive at times, especially in fucking Indigo League, which was <laughs> which is rough to get through because it's very uh, it's very repetitive storyline. At least going episode to episode. Colo, I but, read um, to inform you that Team Rocket is in absolutely every episode until the middle of Black and White. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That's why I have not, like, legitimately sat down and watched it. <laughs> but I love Team Rocket, though. Like, that, we're not talking like about that, we're talking about Ash. But uh, Sun and Moon, great. they're not as, like, annoying in Sun and Moon. They're a lot more clever in Sun and Moon. It's like, they're lovable characters in Sun and Moon. And they're always lovable characters. That's except, the, that's the well, thing about well, Jesse they're anno- Like, it's annoying to watch Indigo League. That's why, because it's literally the same fucking plot every single time. Yeah, the, their like, antics get annoying, but like they they've always been such like deep characters. James more so than Jesse, but like both of them have always been very endearing. Yeah, but Ash as a character, I feel like there's a lot more. I'm not like super in love with Ash, but you can go to any. But he is one of the most recognizable characters out there. It's like Naruto, Goku. He's up there with them, and it's crazy to think about that. Like everybody knows who this kid is, even if they've never watched the anime ever. Everybody knows who Ash is, and I think I don't think the Pokemon, the Pokemon company when they started this anime knew exactly what was going to happen when they started. They, yeah, they didn't know Ash Ketchum was going to be such a cultural fucking icon. Or maybe they did. Maybe they're just, like, good at marketing. <laughs> the, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, knew all along. When, uh, when, actually, when searching... Now, this is on Bulbapedia, so make that uh, whatever you will. Um, according to uh, one of the trivia sections on the Bulbapedia for Pokemon anime, uh, one of the animators once stated that the anime was originally slated for a one-and-a-half-year run which corresponds to the length of the Kanto region saga. It has not been delayed due to the Porygon incident. However, due to popularity, it extended, and then also all the other things came out. So, 
Yeah, they um they were gonna the f- Pokemon the first movie was originally gonna be like a conclusion thing. Like I think there was gonna be a time skip at the end of that movie, and that Ash's journey was gonna be over. <laughs> and then but here we are, twenty five years later, and retirement is not on his radar. No, well, well, people are starting to think retirement might be on his radar, uh, because. Now he's the world champion, and it's like people yeah. are wondering what's next. And also, those episode titles dropped. I don't know if you've heard about this, uh, either of you. Um, but the last episode of Pokemon Journeys has had its episode title revealed, and it is, it is Pokemon I'm Glad I Chose You, which is obviously a direct reference to the first episode's title. And it's kind of making people think that might be, that might be the end. It, it's it's really it's gonna be interesting to see because it's like pokemon's always gonna have anime like I, I talk about this in my video but i won't go too in depth um but it'll be interesting to see if they do like dump ash and like do something else whether that something else is just like doing the same thing with a new character or they just kind of make ovas instead <laughs> um with like different characters it, it, it'd be interesting to see what they do but I feel like Ash is going to be attending Yuva Academy in the Paldea region. They're not going to get rid of him. It's not going to happen. It would be financially ridiculous, I think. Yeah, so... Ash I think is, Ash going to be going bold, to school one more again. <laughs> uh, bold take. I think uh, he releases a Pokemon. I don't even know who's on his team, but that's that's what's happening. He'll probably release his Lucario because it like mega evolves and it's cool. And last time oh, he had a good? Pokemon no, that transforms and is cool. <laughs> that being Greninja, that that didn't end with him keeping him. So Riley, you said there's a there's a cool Pokemon that does well. Nope, nope. Get out. Get no, out. We can't have yeah. you. Well, ask you plenty of Pokemon that are good and do well. Oh, right, by right, the but... way, by the way, real quick, this is something I want to ask. I don't know. I don't know how much time we have. I don't know if Anaru has places to be, but I I, I could keep going all night, really. Um, but one question I do want to pitch each of you um, is, I guess, go down the list to the best of your ability. Kolo won't know a Pokemon from each of them, I don't think, but um, me and Anaru can definitely do this, although it may be difficult. Uh, Ash's strongest Pokemon from each region in your uh, can I just spam Pikachu all the time and then use that? <laughs> no, 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 no. P- Pikachu doesn't count. Um, Pikachu's eliminated. Okay. Uh, because yeah, Pikachu's a cheat code. Um, strongest Pokemon in all the anime, for for each region, you say? Yes. Um, I know most people are gonna say Charizard for the Kanto anime. I'm gonna throw a sleeper at least for this one and say Snorlax. Well, Snorlax was in the orange anime, so that's What's, actually uh, different. Yeah, people so not have okay. Oh, it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't remember when people came. Uh, in that case, then Charizard. Uh, if the Orange Islands are its own separate thing, Snorlax. Uh, gosh, who do you, who do you have in Johto? Totodile. I don't think it was Totodile. <laughs> um. There, there might be an argument to be made for like Bayleaf, but I think it's probably. Heracross. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Eh, probably Heracross, yeah. Um, we move on next. Sceptile, I mean... Sceptile yeah, some, some of these are right. obvious, I think. Um, Sinnoh, I feel like, is pretty obvious with uh, Rage Mode Infernape. Um, Unova... Unova's another one like Johto, where I don't know if anyone stands out, but I also haven't seen Unova particularly in-depth. 
So, like, uh, Krugodile is one Pokemon that pops into my head. I don't know if that's the same response you have. I, right, you can let me know if I'm if any of these picks are different in your opinion. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to let you go through your whole list before I do mine, but then I just keep interrupting on instinct. So I'm gonna shut up and let you finish your list, and then I'll do mine. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm gonna say Krugodile because I can't think of anyone for the Nova Greninja for uh, Kalos. Um, ooh, that's a good question. In uh... I can tell there are like two particulars in your head. <laughs> That for you're, uh, you're for fighting Alola. right now, yes. There, there are two wolves inside of you, and by two wolves, I mean one yeah. wolf and one cat. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Lycanroc again with that like secret ability type thing that I feel like Ash has at least one Pokemon in each generation that has that like anchor cool mode inside thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then current, I know nothing about Journey, so uh i am going to say lucario because that's one of the ones that has a lot of uh noise about it but yeah, again that, that's okay. me just throwing another one out again to be very clear uh if we could the answer would be pikachu every single time so ignoring pikachu because it's broken and well, i think swallowed a light ball when i it think was, it would like, be fully... pikachu every time with the exception of i think greninja even shined more than pikachu in x and y so if Pikachu counted, it would be Pikachu every time, except Greninja and X and Y, I think. Uh, yeah. There, there, there was a lot of I feel of like focus if I did the research, Greninja. I feel like if I did the research, I could say, I could argue Pikachu over Greninja. Maybe not in terms of, like, peak, but in terms of, like, hey, Pikachu carried the early game type of thing. Yeah, yeah. when, it, when you're thinking about peak, though, it's like, I think the Kalos League was the only league where Ash's last Pokemon in his last league battle was not Pikachu. Because I think it, it did come down to Greninja versus Charizard, yes? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Pikachu every time except for Greninja. Uh, let's go down my list. I think it's going to remain pretty similar. Uh, obviously, Kanto is Charizard. Though I would argue there is a strong argument to be made for Bulbasaur. I, I, mm -hmm. I think... Uh, I think... It, it actually... Charizard doesn't even do a lot of battling in Kanto. Like, when he does, he kicks ass. But, like, he, he wasn't listening to Ash at the time. So, I, I think Ash's real, like, battle ace at that point was Bulbasaur. Yeah, I can see that. Again, it's, it's sort of a similar argument with Greninja Pikachu, at least from memory, of, like, peak versus consistency. Bulbasaur was definitely the most consistent, if we're excluding Pikachu, of the Kanto mons. Maybe? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the, the Bulbasaur definitely has the most wins. I think in Kanto he has the most wins, but then you go into Orange and Johto, and I think Charizard takes it. <laughs> but, um... So Orange is Snorlax, obviously. Ash's Snorlax, like, is his most consistently performing Pokémon. Literally, I, I believe... I believe it is fact that in every battle in which Ash has used Snorlax, it has taken down at least two Pokémon before being taken down itself. Big fella. Also, I believe... Um, it's one of, oops, sorry. Uh, it's one of at least a couple of mon, not many, that has been proven to have more than four moves in a single battle. Yes, it used like six moves in a battle frontier battle. It used yes. six moves in a battle, and then uh, I think Lan not Lance. Um, what's his name? The Orange Island Drake. Drake. Drake had Drake a Dragonite with like fucking. That had like moves. eight moves or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, Snor you know, Snorlax broke the system. Um, so obviously it should get some shine here. That's my bull take. Snorlax, and then Johto is weird, because if 
if you're thinking about the Johto arc, all Pokemon that were included in it, including the old boys, it just goes to Charizard again. I exactly, think. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but out of the Johto boys, which really didn't get to shine that much, I guess like it's probably. I could make somewhat strong arguments for f- literally four of his Pokemon. Like it, it's not Totodile. I'm sorry, Totodile. Like you're you're great. I love Ash's Totodile. He's not his strongest Pokemon in Johto. But there are legitimate arguments to be made for Cyndaquil and Bayleaf and Noctowl and Heracross. <laughs> um, but I would probably end up giving it to maybe Noctowl actually, because mm. uh, Heracross doesn't really appear in that many battles i've been watching a lot of like history of ash's blank pokemon videos on youtube and mm-hmm. he doesn't use Heracross a lot Heracross does not get that many battles so i think i think it might actually go to noctowl for me for johto um and then hoenn it's septile obviously um hoenn is kind of the start of the trend Char- charizard also falls into this but kind of only only retroactively, but it becomes a trend starting with Hoenn that Ash has like an established battle ace each season, like besides Pikachu. And it kind of becomes obvious at that point, with the exception of right, like, right. black and white and sun and moon, which are left, I think, a little bit more nebulous. Um, but Hoenn, it's obviously Sceptile. Sinnoh, it's obviously Infernape. Um, Unova, I probably agree with your uh, pick of Crocodile. I think, again, there are like almost equivalently strong arguments to be made for a few others, like probably Pig Knight and Levani um, could also be argued for. Um, but yeah, it probably goes to Crocodile. Uh, and then Greninja, fucking obviously. Uh, <laughs> and then Gen 7, I have not seen like almost any of Gen 7. Um, but from what I've heard, and from the little bit I've like seen through like clips and through like YouTube videos... I would probably give it to Incineroar, but maybe it is Lycanroc, because I haven't seen enough to really <laughs> to really know much about his Lycanroc, but I know his Incineroar does some cool shit, <laughs> so I'll, I'll oh, pick yeah, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not a bad pick, uh, from what I remember, at least, and how everything works out. Yeah. And then Gen 8, I haven't, I've only seen, like, five episodes, and it's been great so far, but Ash hasn't even caught another Pokemon yet. Uh, it's still, still just Pikachu gang so far. Uh, but from what I've heard about the Journey's boys, uh, it's probably Lucario. <laughs> and that's my... Well, I guess let, let's go around the horn one more time, Anaru, if you'll humor me, and see mm-hmm. how much your list changes when we switch from strongest to favorite. Who's your favorite of Yish of Ashes? Uh, um, uh, are we counting Snorlax as a Kantomon? Because I think Snorlax is still one of my favorites from that early set. Yeah, we can we can count Snorlax as the Kanto, man. That's fine. Cool. Uh, Snorlax and the Kanto. Um, I I'll, I'll count them separately because I have a Kanto pick, but you can you can blanket it. Um, I think. Ooh, I'm trying to go through the list and make sure I don't miss anyone. Um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I think I'll go Bailey for Johto. Good pick. Um, I think I'm gonna go Sceptile for uh for Hoenn. Going down the list here, I think I might go Buizel for Seno. That's a good one. That's a that's a um, fun one. Partly because, uh, well, well, we can touch that afterwards. Um, you know, that I haven't seen a lot, but I do remember. Uh, do you remember really liking Snivy for some reason? Um, maybe because Snivy just be fancy like that. She just vibing. 
and she, she just vibe it. Respect. Um, for Kalos, I think. Making sure I don't miss anything here, because uh, whatever list I'm using is not particularly great at organizing things. Um, I think I might still go Green Ninja. Um, Rowlet's my favorite in uh, in in Alola, hands down. And um, Gen Eight, I know Gengar is a is a joy right now, so maybe I'll go Gengar without seeing the show. Gengar is usually a treat, no matter where you see him. He's a he's a nice wacky little character. Uh, my my list uh, is probably uh, like I said. I do have a separate answer for Kanto. It, it's going to be Snorlax for Orange because there's it's literally between him and Lapras, and nothing against Lapras, but Snorlax a good boy. Um, Kanto, it's it's Pidgeotto, or I guess Pidgeot by the end, but only for one episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly Pidgeotto. Um, I just even though Pidgeotto, I think it never wins a battle once. He <laughs> he. It's weird because that is like objectively true. I think he like beats like Team Rocket once, and that's like the only battle he ever successfully wins. But it's like a weird false memory where like Pidge- the way Pidgeotto represents the way Pidgeotto like carried itself, it felt like like Ash's ace almost. Uh, at least until hmm. like Charmander evolved. <laughs> like I always remember, like yeah, he's using Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto's sick, <laughs> and. The Pidgeotto is a fun character. He's a he's a nice he's a good bird friend. He might be he might be my favorite of the birds uh, of Ash's birds. Although I always love Ash's birds. Ash's birds are always a treat. The, he has he him and birds go together very well. Yep. He he, he always has a unique relationship with birds. There the, he uses them for scouting. Um, all of his birds have like interesting little character arcs, even though they're not the focus. He's Ash and birds go together well. And I think Pidgeotto might be my favorite of that. So the Pidgeotto for Kanto. Um, and then Snorlax for Orange, obviously, because Snorlax kicks ass at every battle he's in, and he's awesome. And Ash should use Snorlax all the time forever. Um, <laughs> and then in Johto, probably Bayleaf. I-, I-, I love the whole, like, little crush on Ash bit. Um, <laughs> it- it's fun. Although... It is hard to give it to Bayleaf because Totodile is right there too, and Totodile is a really fun pick. Right. But honorable mention to Totodile, I'll give it to Bayleaf. Um, and then uh, how it probably is the Battle Aces uh, a lot going forward because I think Hoenn it is Sceptile, objectively. Um, Sinnoh, I don't want to give it to Infernape. That feels too easy, and there are there are other really good picks. But I think I'm gonna give it to Infernape anyway. <laughs> and Infernape kicks some ass. He's he's real good. Uh, Gen five, it's probably Snivy. Snivy just like com- has a commanding personality that just like every time she's on screen, she's she's a presence. She has a certain elegance that I I really appreciate. Um, I think the whole Unova starter trio in terms of personality are very strong in the anime. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, um, like all three of them are very good and very engaging. Uh, Oshawott obviously like probably is the standout just in terms of like how often his character is like developed and looked at. Um, but I think Snivy is my personal preference. Um, Gen six, it's Greninja. Like I'm a, I'm a cuck. I, I, I just, I, I like seeing Ash Greninja do ninja shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gen seven, I don't know. 
I haven't seen enough. The the Rowlet's funny. He he's in a backpack. The, the Rowlet's cool. I'll, I'll I'll go with that. Um, and then I haven't seen anything of any of the uh, Journeys boys. I guess by default it goes to Dracovish because I watched the Pokemon the Arceus Chronicles and Dracovish was in it for like one minute. So Dracovish is the only <laughs> one I've seen anything of. So I guess it's Dracovish by default. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my list. Um, Colo, I guess you won't have one for every region. Do you have uh, a couple favorite Ash Pokemon you might want to highlight? I have none for... I, I can't remember any of his Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always ask, whenever you ask me to come on this fucking podcast, I'm like, alright, what's the top... It's always... Not it's never a yes or no. It's always what's the topic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, think you watched all of Gen Indigo One League. was Charizard. I definitely yeah. like my favorite Pokemon was either Bulbasaur or Charizard for Gen One. Didn't see anything of Gen Two. Gen Three, fuck. Hold on. I don't know. I don't know. I. Do not know what. Wait, Pokemon no, I don't know that. why I chose Pidgeotto. My answer is Bulbasaur for Kanto. Actually, I'm taking I'm taking Pidgeotto back. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention to Pidgeotto, but the Bulbasaur does have like a strong personality. He's very compatible with Ash. I don't know why I I just thought about Pidgeotto and I was like Pidgeotto's cool, so I said Pidgeotto, but it, it's probably Bulbasaur in reality. A slight correction to the record, uh, but continue, Colo. All right, Gen three. I actually pulled up a list. Um, probably Torkoal. Hey, shout out Torkoal. Ash is like worst Pokemon ever. <laughs> it's his worst Pokemon, but he's got the most personality from what I remember. Just like this that old, is... like old ass, like old man vibes all the time. <laughs> he he is a funny old man until, unfortunately, that was only for the four kids cast. And then once the Pokemon Company took over the dubbing, he just got like a doofy voice, and it just like it ruined Torkoal forever. Like he was he was he was a funny little old man, and then suddenly. Once they got rid of four kids, he's like, Torko, Torko. He's like, he's the most like generic, like doofy voice. It, it, it's it's unfortunate. <laughs> the fall of Torko. Gen 4 would probably be Weasel. Uh... Um, I don't know anything about Gen 5. I don't know much about Gen 6. Gen 7 would have to be Rowlet. I love Rowlet. And then... Nothing for Gen 8 so far. Fair enough. I guess um, out of the the Scarlet and Violet Pokemon we've seen, are there any particular ones you could see Ash having in a hypothetical Paldea anime that you Which of the which of the starters would be best for Ash? Because like he hasn't had multiple starters since Gen 5. I don't know if they're gonna do that again. If it has to be just one, what do you think is like the most compatible starter for Ash in Paldea? I feel like he's gonna go with Fue Coco. That's yeah. I feel like of the three, that would be the That's one like, that most relates to the to the battle aspect of it. He's not gonna use a Quaxley. I do. I do not see him using a Quaxley at all. Quaxley. I mean, it, I, it could I, be Fue Coco. I kind of see Sprigatito, because based on the final evolution of Sprigatito, it that feels like an Ash battle ace to me. Just like that kind of like look. He, it has that if look about so. it. So if you say I guess so, I, you, you've not seen Final Form Sprigatito yet, no, I, I know, Inaru, but um, <laughs> he, he definitely has Ash Battle Ace energy, I think. Um, 
so I, I would guess Frigatito. I could also see Coco. I could really see any of them, but Quaxley is definitely the least likely, yes. I feel like if 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 he did get Quaxley, it would be a la Snivy. If that makes any yeah. sense? Like, in a similar yeah. sort of vein. He, he'd be like a vein boy. That Listen, Ash should just get all three Paldea starters, actually. Because, like, <laughs> I yeah. love all of them, at least in their first form. Like, as the evolutions go on, like, I kind of feel weird about Coco at the very least. So, Ash don't, always, like... Don't judge Coco's middle evolution. He is friend-shaped. He is kind of friend-shaped, I understand. But, okay. Uh, okay, I was having this argument with Penguin earlier today. Because Penguin didn't know which starter she wants, but she also doesn't want to be spoiled on anything past the first thing. And I'm like, I can't right, help I'm you. The same. <laughs> but, so all I told her, because she's between uh, Coco and Spaghetti. Sprigatito. Uh, and I told her, I said, fire mid, fire mid Evo, friend-shaped. And she's like, how friend-shaped? I'm like, crocodile friend-shaped. She's like, like, crocodile friend-shaped? I'm like, more. And she's like, nobody can be more than... F- okay, so who's more friend-shaped? Crocodile or fucking Fue Coco's mid-ev- mid-evolution? Maybe I haven't... The only image I've seen of Crocolore is a fucking, like, shitty, blurry Oh image. god, look, you spoiled his name, oh no, the tragedy, oh, no. etc. <laughs> Uh, I've only seen like shitty, blurry leak pictures, so maybe I'll look at a high quality picture and I'll I'll realize how friend shape he is. But he looked weird in the blurry leak picture. He just looks like a bigger Fue Coco. But ideally, I I kind of want him to get all three starters again. I like that dynamic, um, mm-hmm. and I can see them doing it the same way they did the Unova starters, except going through with the final evolution and the one that evolves. I, so I could see. Th- I can see Fue Coco and Quaxley staying babies and Sprigatito going all the way. That that would be my I thing. So looking at the pick so Ash did have a Cinderace and a Sabo on his team, right? Nope, that was Go. <laughs> Not Ash. Was that Go? Yeah. Then why is that on the fucking lit? God fuck the internet. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck the internet. I'm done. Ash didn't use a single starter in journeys. <laughs> Go gets all three all to himself. Um, do you think? Do you think they're gonna like change for Paldea if they do Paldea? They're gonna follow Go in Paldea and leave Ash behind. I don't want it to be Go. Then maybe I'll change my mind as the show goes on. But right now it's like I like Go, but he's not even like my favorite companion. Never mind being main character material. That's fair. Look, I don't know anything about the anime, so this is all just speculation. Like. Oh well, what if this happens? And then get your guys's educated guesses on it. While I'm just like, oh well, maybe Ash will never come back. And they're like, what? Are, what are you talk like? You know, <laughs> just like what? Like when you're talking to a child, you literally like I pop into this podcast and you're like, hey buddy, how's it going? Fucking, <laughs> what's up, little man? <laughs> man. Okay. Can we all agree? Let's let's see if you can all guess the correct answer to this. What is the worst decision the Pokemon anime ever made? I want to see if one of you says art style from Gen Six to Gen Seven. That's a good one, but that's not what I'm thinking of. The Gen Seven art style is bad. It grows on me. It grows on me. It grew on me. I'm talking like in the moment that when you first saw Ash, 
in Gen 7, you're like, what the fuck is this? It was the most disappointing thing ever. Journey yeah, is a good middle but I did not like the Gen 7 design at all. Yeah, it's grown on me. Like, Gen 7 is tolerable, and it's fair, and I do I actually, I do like the Gen 7 anime. I would, I want to actually go sit through and watch it a little more, but... Like, the, the design... Going from 6 to 7 was rough. Because it really made you feel old. It really made me feel old. Like, you, oh, shit, this lovable anime that has been around for years, it felt like a reboot. Mm, let's see what you mean, yeah. Uh, worst decision the Pokemon anime made? Uh, the Porygon episode? Is that where we're going? No, neither of you got the right answer. I'm so disappointed in you. The, the worst decision the Pokemon anime ever made, objectively, was getting rid of Brock. Why did they do that to him? What? <laughs> How could they hmm. do this to Brock and Ash? Listen, they were the dynamic bros, man. Like that, the, they were switching out the girls long before they were switching Brock. It used to be, you know, every season, Ash and Brock would go to a new place and they meet a new other companion or another two companions in the case of May and Max. But then they did their, fu- they got on their soft reboot bullshit for Gen 5 and they got rid of Brock. And they never, he never came back, except for occasional guest appearances. I want Brock to be a main character again. That is like, if I, if I was writing the Pokemon, if I could decide what the Pokemon anime did, if I could just choose, if I could choose one thing the Paldea anime does, I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose like any of like the Pokemon I want Ash to have, any of like the story shit. I would just want Brock to be a main character again. What's the one dude's name? Do you want, uh, what's his name? Tracy? Fuck Tracy. <laughs> Watch them bring Tracy back. You're going to be like... Honestly, I would like that more than if they made a new guy and he sucked. <laughs> like, Tracy's good, fine, but like... Tracy's bad was because okay he replaced Brock. from what I've seen. Was it bad because why would you get rid of Brock? <laughs> Tracy was Orange Islands. Okay, so I've seen a little bit of Orange Islands. I don't... Look, the Pokemon anime is so fucking big, it's really hard to keep track of everything that you, you've seen. They you got rid of Brock have every Orange episode memorized? Because No, I have every Pokemon memorized. <laughs> <laughs> I also have every Pokemon. I also have the Pokedex memorized, and I can tell I I can probably tell you. I can go through packs of cards and be like, I have it, have it, have it, have it. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I don't have this one. Have it, have it, have it, have it. I've done that so many times. I can open packs blindly. You can tell me the Pokemon, and I'd be like, oh yeah, no, I don't have that one. You're like, how do you know? I'm like. I've looked at my goddamn Google Docs so many times. I know <laughs> just like trust me. Trust me. I I I know. <laughs> only 115 that I have to memorize that I need to that I need to get and it's not that hard to keep track of. When I was like half done, it was real hard to be like, do I have this or not? <laughs> but all right. Well, unless any any of us have so- anything else to say, we're almost at 2 hours and we still got to like two whole segments so let's let, let's pivot uh first of all it's time for the pokemon of the episode and i'm gonna take that away right now who's that pokemon after i go to randompokemongenerator.com and i <laughs> get a pokemon picked for i'm gonna do that real quick all right i've got a pokemon you all you've got 15 questions and, a, and an extra guess at the end between the two of you go and so long since I've played this, I've forgotten like the main concept. Uh, 
Colo, do you have a question you want to start off with? Is it a dual typing? Yes. Alright, so that narrows down a whole bunch of Pokemon. Um, usually the next thing we go after is, is it a single stage evolution? Does it only have... Is it a single stage evolution or whatever you want to ask? Just try and narrow out the general the general things, and then we go to, uh, we try and narrow down the region. Uh, I feel like that's a good place to start off. Um, how about to so. ask this? Uh, yeah, let's just ask it like that. Is this a, is, is this Pokemon in a single stage evolution line? Now, when you say single stage, what do you mean by that? Uh, there is, mean... it, it, it cannot evolve and it does not come from an evolution. Okay. I don't know no. if that anything. Okay, so this Pokemon, just to confirm, this Pokemon either can evolve or it has already evolved. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, so it's it's in it's in a line basically. I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> basically, this Pokemon is in an evolution line. It's not by itself, so it's not Sangus. Okay, so it's got an evolution. Okay. All right. Let's narrow down. That's what two questions. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was going to do a meme. I was going to meme you. And then now I'm like, I'm too invested because I don't want to break my streak. <laughs> Look, you Is pulled up random Pokemon. Already? No, it's not. I thought you didn't get it last time. Oh, wait, you got it super quick last time. Never mind. What am I talking about? Yeah. Uh, so I was going to meme you. Uh, I pulled up random Pokemon generator and I was going to do <laughs> my first question as the Pokemon that came up. <laughs> That would have been really funny if it was true. Absolute astronomic, like astronomically, it would have been wrong. Just for shit and giggles, I won't count it as a question. What Pokemon is it? Aracuda. Okay, it's not that. Okay, I was gonna say that's the secret. Look, it's not Barracuda. I got the. I, I know what the answer is. There you go. <laughs> I know it now. I now that I know it's not Barracuda. Got it. Uh, Colo, if we're if we're going back and forth. Um, alright, I'm gonna try and narrow it down to generation now. Is it found, is it from the Unova region? Nope. Alright. That's 155 Pokemon down. Is this Pokemon in the basic stage, or the first of its line? Yes. Ooh. Is this Pokemon in the Hoenn region? Yes. Fuck. All right. Cool. All right. We we just we just that 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 just unlocked like everything at that point. All right. So having the region this quickly, I think you've effectively won. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Not not exactly. We. I, I pride myself on screwing myself up occasionally. <laughs> All right, Anaru. So this Pokemon does evolve. It's in its first stage, and it's from the Hoenn region. That's all we know, right? And it's dual type. Oh, and it's a dual type. Yep. In its first stage? It's a dual, ta- dual type in its basic first stage. in Hoenn. Interesting. Okay, that eliminates a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of went ham on this. Okay, so I'm going to list off the Pokemon that we have, because I... Um, we can choose from Lotad, Talo, Wingull, 
Routes, Surskit, Ninkata, Azuril, Aaron, Aaron, Metatite, Carvana, Numel, Swablu, Baltoy, The Fossils, and Sfeel. And Beldum. That's not that many. Alright, cool. Um, I guess try and narrow typing down, maybe? Yeah, that's my guess. Um, I'm trying to see what types are really common between these. Uh, only because this is showing up occasionally, I think this is good. Uh, is it part water type? Okay, that cuts off a few. Is it, is it part flying? Yes. Fuck, okay, cool. Uh, so we, so, Andrew, you have Wingle? Wingle, no. Talo. It's not, I, I have two Mons. I have Talo and Swablu. Let's, let's see if Anaru can get the 50-50 or if it's going to go to Colo. That's, that's the real competition right now. All right, which, which one do you want? Because uh, it is your guess, so. Is it Swablu? No. Ah, it's Talo! Uh, <laughs> thank you to our six-year-old correspondent. <laughs> uh, the Pokemon of the episode is Pokedex number 276, Talo, the tiny swallow Pokemon. Let me tell you about them, according to a Pokedex entry. Um, it's Pokemon Omega Ruby Pokedex entry states, Taylor courageously stands its ground against foes, however strong they may be. This gutsy Pokemon will remain defiant even after a loss. On the other hand, it cries loudly if it becomes hungry. Now let's see what kind of little cup strats, if any, that Taylor is participating in. Uh, while he's doing that, I'm going to gloat here. Colo, we kind of killed that, not going to lie. <laughs> um, I've actually done... Like, I, I don't want to put you down. I've done better. <laughs> uh, I think this is but like, no, that probably was the best really, one I've been on. But that, that was, was really, really, really good. What, how many questions was that? Like, eight? I think that was like seven or eight, yeah. Yeah. I, think the I, don't, best I don't remember was, if I clicked uh, the counter for the last one or not. It's seven or eight. I think the uh, best... He asked five... Was, Seven questions, but Water seven flying. questions on my own. I think that was nine, because I guess Swablu. But I mean, we'd had it at that point. Yeah, um, the best I ever did was seven questions on my own. That's bonkers. Oh, it was crazy. I guess I think I guessed the generation on like the second try on the second, <laughs> question, which narrowed it down almost immediately. It was real rough. <laughs> But I have yet to stump Riley. Every episode that I have shown up on, regardless of if I get help or not, I have guessed the Pokemon every single time. So that's why you only show up occasionally. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he I'm doesn't want to get the streak broken by showing up every week and putting it <laughs> in jeopardy. <laughs> the less I show up, the long, the better the streak gets. Right, technically. This is a, what, five-year-long streak or something? Five, no, uh, it's like... I want to say this is like yeah, we seven or eight episodes it. in a row that I've shown up and guessed the Pokemon. We we switched from fifth from whatever the fuck we were doing before to fifteen questions, not crazy long ago. Oh, the fifteen, so. yeah, the shift to fifteen questions was when I was here because I think yeah, we were doing yeah, yeah. twenty at one point. Uh, yeah, we, we were doing. No, 20 you guys at one were doing point, Pokedex that, entries before we were doing Pokedex entries, and then we did twenty questions, and then we decreased the number of questions to fifteen. Just twenty was too easy, 
And we used to alternate between the two, but then eventually we just kind of gave up a Pokedex entry, and it only lasted five seconds and wasn't fun. So we do the 15 questions now. Um, but all right, gamers, uh, we got one more segment today. Um, there is no quiz girl, but there is a quiz that I found by utilizing Google.com. Oh, you didn't, you I... didn't say the, uh, the little cup entry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, uh, damn it. Are damn you high it. this episode? Are you high this episode? Um, I'm proud of myself that it took you over two hours for you to realize. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it took me the first like <laughs> three minutes of talking to you before this episode started to figure it out. I'm just confirming it. <laughs> I've confirmed it. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I knew right off the bat. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I just didn't say anything. I was like, you know what? I'm going to let it go. If it gets bad, I'll say something. Well, but you've been good. You've been good this yeah. episode. It's not that bad. It's not bad. To... It was bad in the beginning. You can <laughs> easily tell from the intro. <laughs> yeah, the intro is being a little silly, uh, but... Yeah, man. Uh, so, Little Cup. Uh, not in Sword and Shield, because Halo does not exist in Sword and Shield. But in Sun and Moon, uh, you can run yourself a mixed life orb set um, with the moves Boom Burst, Heat Wave, either Hidden Power Grass or U-Turn, and Brave Bird. The item Life Orb, the abilities either Guts or Scrappy, uh, both are good. Um, naive Nature, level 5, obviously, because it's Little Cup. Um, and then uh, EVs, 36 in defense, 200 in special attack, 36 in special defense, and 236 in speed. And under IVs, it very specifically lists 19 in HP. I don't know why. Maybe it's like a Brave Bird recoil damage, like weird fucking brainlit calc. <laughs> but yeah, I guess 19 in HP IVs for some fucking reason. And that's, that's Pokemon of the episode. Now... Now it is time. Right now. Uh, so this is a quiz I found on Google. Um, it's kind of outdated. It came out two years ago. It's a, it's a Pokemon anime trivia thing. We're going to have fun. Uh, you guys can... Yell out your answer. The first person to yell out an answer. Um, I'll, I'll pick that answer. I, I don't know the answers to all this myself, so I'll pick the answer the first person shouts out, and then if it's wrong, then the other guy gets a chance to steal. How does that sound? Sure, I guess. All right, so this is made in 2020. I, I think it only affects, like, one or two questions that it's not completely up to date. Uh, and the first question, it does affect. <laughs> um... How many seasons of the Pokemon anime are there so far? And you do get multiple choice options. You're not flying blind here. Your options are 20. 25. Your options are 20, 15, <laughs> 22, or 23. That's not even on the board, Colo. Uh, um, this is as of 2020. We're traveling back in time to 2020. Let's say 22? Uh, you are incorrect. Colo, you have a chance to steal. 23. And Cole gets his first point. And then, why did the original head writer Takeshi... Oh, hold on. Let me let me pull up a notepad real quick so I can keep track of this vignette. Okay. Next question. Why did the original head writer Takeshi Shudo leave the series? Uh, the four options are wanting to spend more time with family, disagreeing with the direction of the series due to age, or wanting to write for the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime. Is this me? 
it's, it's either it, of us. Yeah, just for whoever says it's it. It's technically competitive. If you want to take it, go ahead, because I want to purposely wait. Okay, I'll go with age, yeah. You are wrong. Uh, any chance to steal? Um, disagreements. You got it. Andrew gets a point. I don't know what he's disagreeing about, but... We're one-to-one, one, folks. Um, um, and then the next question is, who replaces Brock in the Orange Island season? <laughs> <laughs> Cole, I'm going to let you have this, because you guessed it before we began, so... <laughs> That's Tracy. You don't even have to read the... Op- Wait, read the options. I want to know what the options are. <laughs> it, it, they're like the most obvious options in the world to anybody who's seen it. it the anime. It's it, Go, Max, Dawn, and Tracy. Jesus. Tracy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so two points Kolo, one point Anaru. And then what type of gym leader has Ash always lost to his first time around? Flying, normal, fighting, or ground? Ground. Incorrect. Anaru chance to steal. Is it normal? Yes, it is. Anaru gets a point. I only remember him losing to Whitney, but that's kind of what I base it on. Yeah, he he loses to every normal type gym leader the first time he tries. I think, I thought that was also true for flying, but maybe he beats Faulkner first try. See, I wasn't gonna guess flying because that seemed uh, like an obvious no because he's got Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, but he does lose to Skyla for sure, and I don't remember what the other f- flying type gym leaders are. It might just be Faulkner and Skyla. I know he loses to Skyla, and I don't know what happens with Faulkner. <laughs> Winona. Winona! He does lose to Winona, too, which is why I thought it was flying. It was, he loses to Winona and Skyla, but he does not See, lose I don't to know Winona. any of that. I don't know any of the battles. So, that's the All other right. issue, but... Next question. What is Ash Ketchum's name in Japan? <laughs> you got Riku, Satoshi, Yuri, or Gray? Or Satoshi. Gary? <laughs> Satoshi, yeah, the anime got the point. I thought it said Gray. It said fucking Gary. <laughs> <laughs> How many Pokemon were supposed to be in the first generation? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but your options are 200, 160, 155, or 190. I'm going to have to read the explanation on this one in particular. <laughs> 160. Cola's wrong. Chance to steal, Anaru. One. What were the options? There's 200, 155, and 190. Uh, 190? And who gets the point? Hey, um, the reason the reason this is related to the anime is that many of the Generation Two Pokemon appear earlier than the release of Pokemon Gold and Silver. Uh, this is because thirty nine of those Pokemon were cut from the original games, but oh, appear it's in the, the anime. The beta ones, right? Like, like Ho Oh being in the first episode of the anime, despite a gen- being a Generation Two Pokemon. Okay, got it. Um, next question is: Max's character design is based on who? Satoru Iwata's son, a young Shigeru Miyamoto, Satoshi Tajiri, or Reggie Fizume's son? Uh, what was the second option? A young version of... A young version of Shigeru Miyamoto. That's my guess. Wrong. Kolo chance to steal. The first one. Satoru Iwata's son? The second one. <laughs> the, the I one wasn't that, paying attention. The I one guess that Andrew already guessed? <laughs> The uh, the options are Satoru Wada's son, Satoshi Tajiri, and Reggie Fizume's son. Reggie's son. The, <laughs> I laughed as I said that answer because that has like no way to feasibly be correct. Um, wrong. It, it's Satoru Wada's son. Uh, 
what the f- This question is so stupid. <laughs> the next question is, where is Ash's father? <laughs> and the options are, he will, be the fi- he will be the final boss. <laughs> <laughs> he he disappeared. He is dead, or he is on his own Pokemon journey. That is correct, by the way. Andrew gets the point. Um, but yeah, that's a. I like the he will be the final boss. That's why Ash isn't done yet. That's my that's my claim. He's gonna. He has to fight his because... dad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Misty's Poliwhirl evolves into which Pokemon? Politoed, Poliwrath, or it doesn't evolve. Doesn't evolve. Anaru is wrong, or Anaru, the color is wrong. Anaru chance to steal. Uh, Politoed. I think it steals the King's Rock, right? Uh, I don't quite remember the circumstances, but you are correct about it being Politoed. Yay! I think Ash wins it, and then Politoed, as a joke, like puts it on his head and then evolves. <laughs> that's really fun. <laughs> I think that's how it evolves. I think it's something ridiculous like that. Uh, this is kind of a slaughter so far on Anaru's end. Let's see. <laughs> Maybe Cola will catch up. Who knows? The underdog. Uh, Pikachu was raised by what other Pokemon before it met Ash? Raichu, Meowth, Kangaskhan, or Chansey? Oh, I don't know this. This is a movie question. What was the first option? Raichu. Kangaskhan. Kolo, you got it. Um, and that is not an uh, that is not a movie question. Actually, that is a Journeys question. That is the oh, the first worse. episode of so- Journeys is about that. <laughs> All right. Next question is: What is the first Pokemon Ash ever caught? Uh, Pidgey, Caterpie, Charmander, or Pikachu? Pidgey. He never even catches a Pidgey Colo. Come on, and a chance to steal. <laughs> uh, Caterpie. Yeah. Think. No, he catches Pidgeotto as Pidgeotto Colo. Uh, so oh, that's the end of the quiz. Okay, so uh, Colo got three points, and Andrew got seven. <laughs> Congratulations, Andrew. Applause, 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 applause. Um, and that'll do it for our show. What a nice action-packed night. Over two hours of uh, content goodness. You probably weren't expecting an over two-hour podcast of Pokemon ep- podcast episode that wasn't about Scarlet and Violet on Scarlet and Violet release week. But there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do first impressions soon. Maybe next week or maybe the week after to give people a little bit more time. Um, but mm-hmm. we'll do... We'll we'll do Scarlet and Violet first impressions like we did Arceus first impressions when we came back this year. It'll it'll be sick. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening. It's time for the plugs. Uh, Andrew, where can our listeners find you all around the uh, web? Assuming Twitter is still a thing, you can find me on Twitter at Adurin Region. That's at A H D U R I N Region. There's a link tree that links to everything else I do, including all those random plugs we were talking about earlier. Uh, there's a YouTube. There's a not a scratch discord there's other platforms that may or may not exist i don't know man look look i don't want to be that guy but with twitter kind of collapsing right now uh my the millions and millions of dollars i earn from the podcasting business is in jeopardy so um, the millions yeah. of dollars yeah the millions of dollars anaru's net worth is at risk basically so no pressure but uh no pressure elon musk don't yeah. don't don't yeah. fuck anaru on this <laughs> Yeah, look, man, I know that you've decided, hey, between the wrong decision and the wrong decision, I'm going to pick the worst. But. You know, the, the Elon Twitter least... conversation is not a conversation we're having on this show. Yeah, no, no, we could just we could just push that aside. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you look up Adurin region anywhere, you'll find basically everything I do. Check out Not a Scratch. That's a podcast that I do uh, that I mentioned earlier. And the Adurin cast, which hosts Operation Eclock, the other show that I do. 
consistently. And then there's a bunch of other stuff. Basically, Adurin, A-H-D-U-R-I-N, is a made-up name that's mine, and everything is mine. Thanks. Everything is mine. <laughs> it's all mine. It's all mine. Colo, where can they find you? Colo Chew everywhere but Twitter. Colo Chew 54 there. Sick. Uh, I guess Colo didn't plug it, so I usually just plug the one thing I care about, but I'll plug the two things I care about this time. Uh, first of those things is Detour Ahead, um, which is a, a general topic-based podcast starring me and Colo Chew. We try to get a guest every time, um, and we just talk, and it's good, and you should listen to it. Um, it can be found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, it's Detour Ahead. And you can also get the RSS for your like, podcast addicts and what have you. Um, but the, the only big platforms it's on right now are Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, and the other thing is The Issue Crew, um, which is a show where me and six of my closest internet friends, we pick a topic every week and a rotating cast of us talk about it. Uh, it's good. You should check it out. You subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we're also going to do gaming videos. We've already done a Quiplash one. And we also have a movie review show, which comes out on the podcast feed as well as the YouTube channel. Um, and you should check it out, The Issue Crew. Um, that one's on on YouTube uh, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and a couple other weird places um, that I submitted it to. It, it, it's, it, it's in a few places. You, you can find The Issue Crew pretty easily. Go listen to it. Um, and yeah, thank you all for listening here, uh, for Pokemon for Eddie Hour. Uh, we'll see, we'll see you next week. Maybe if, uh, if we don't do Scarlet and Violet first impressions, maybe we'll finally do that top 10 Galar Pokemon list that I think we were supposed to do like a month and a half ago and that me and Penguin <laughs> have had buried in our Google Docs for a month and a half now. <laughs> maybe you can look forward to that. But, uh, I've been Riley. I've been Anaru. And almost got it. Almost got it. <laughs> almost got it. And see you next time.